Welcome to Sports Bias with Cleveland J. I am your host, Cleveland J. We have a great one tonight for you. We have an episode featuring the Cleveland Indians, so we're going to be discussing all the greatest Indians and some of my favorite memories, and I have some awesome guests. Some of them are family, not going to lie. I got my nephew, Colin, uh, in the green room right now. It looks like my brother, Mark, is surprisingly joined us. That happened earlier or later in the week. Uh, he is joining us, so he is now in the green room as well. We'll be bringing Colin on shortly to dive into all things tribe. Uh, we also have Dan Shaker joining us for a, for a brief moment as well. So uh, this is an episode I've been looking for, mainly because I'm doing it with Colin. Uh, he's a diehard tribe fan, and we come from different generations, obviously. So there's going to be some... <laughs> there's going to be some some interesting moments tonight uh, doing doing our tech check and our pre-call shows. Um, I'm starting to question Colin's baseball knowledge. So uh, he's giving me the, the thumbs down and so forth. So, um, so it's going to be a fun show, um, especially when I bring my mother Mark on. Now, I will warn you. I will warn you. Whenever three pines are gathered together, there's usually fireworks. And there's usually a lot of trauma afterwards. So we'll see how, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but before we get into the Indians, I have several announcements. If you've been following us this week, we have all kinds of stuff going on. Um, first of all, we have five Super Bowl shows coming up. And if you watch the, the games today, uh, great games. It's been an incredible playoffs. I mean, this has been incredible playoffs. My team's not in it, obviously, so I don't really care. But um, one of these days, one of these days, maybe. Anyway, so we have five Super Bowl shows. We have one we're going to be talking about the greatest halftime shows of all time uh, and the worst halftime shows of all time. The weekend, I don't know. That was that was awful. That that It'll be hard to top that. Although my mom said Adam Levine's one was pretty bad. I don't remember that one. But so... Greatest and halftime, uh, greatest and worst halftime shows, best commercials, uh, the best anthem. It's gonna be hard to beat Whitney on that one. Uh, the best individual performance, and we're gonna have a live Super Bowl trivia uh, on that Friday before the Super Bowl, before the big game. And then we have nine, nine NCAA tournament shows. Uh, everything from the greatest players of all time and teams of all time to trivia to the best upsets, to buzzer beaters, to Cinderella stories, to a bracket reveal and reaction show, Sweet 16 reaction show, Final Four reaction show. We have you covered for the NCAA tournament. It's going to be awesome. Uh, a couple individual episodes. We have the Reds. I'm hosting with my, my friend Scott Utz on February 27th. That one's going to be a tough one. I've been working on that. And that lineup, those big red machine teams, that Mount Rushmore, man, that's that. that I might have to put that Mount Rushmore up against – Anybody except maybe the Yankees. Uh, so that well, when we all get said and done with all this, I'll have to compare all those. That might be a good episode, comparing Mount Rushmore's. I like that. Colin's nodding. Uh, also, very excited to announce this week. Actually, I think I did it today. We have a Mets episode coming on March 20th. I don't want that one to get lost in there because March is crazy, or should I say mad? Yeah, see what I did there? Uh, March 30th, uh, my buddy Andy Dubitsky is going to join us. Diehard Mets fan, diehard Islanders fan. Uh, Giants fan, so uh, we will have him on co-hosting for the Mets episode. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me, po- perhaps most importantly is uh, the Ultimate Sports Movie Awards. So next week we are going to host the uh, Ultimate Sports Movie Awards nomination show. My my uh, co-host Joe Gua and I are hosting the nomination show on April second. I'm sorry, April 10th is the actual award ceremony. And we're going to have a show just like the Grammys and Oscars. We're going to have envelopes and presenters and all that stuff. So the ep- the nomination 
episode or a show is next Sunday, uh, eight o'clock live, and we will be revealing all the nominees in the categories. And then after that, we'll be posting stuff on social media, sending out surveys. So the public, you will be able to vote for your favorite movies. The one I'm getting a lot, two I'm getting a lot, Major League and Sandlot. So if the Sandlot is your favorite movie, when you see our post, like it, share it, rally the troops to get your uh, get all the votes in for your favorite for your favorite movie or favorite category, and then make sure you tune in live uh, April 10th. It's going to be awesome. So I'm hoping we get a lot of feedback and a lot of uh, participation in it. We have an, a, no- a nomination committee working right now, uh, sifting through over 1,500 sports movies. 1,500 sports movies are going through, uh, and there we have the best picture. Best uh, comedy, best drama, best picture in a subcategory, baseball, basketball, all those. Uh, Lifetime Achievement Awards, best Kevin Costner movie, best Dennis Quaid movie, all kinds of fun stuff. So do not miss that. All right. That's out of the way. It is now time to bring on my co-host. There he is, Colin. I got to unmute you. I got There we go. Let me unmute you there. Uh, there, now you can talk. Hello, Colin. Oh, I still have you muted. Hold on. I think I have Mark. There we go. There we go. Say something now, Colin. Yeah, there we are. Let me give you another applause there. Thank you. Round of applause. There we go. All right. All right. Good announcements. Thank you. Thank you for bringing me in. Yes. Yes. Uh, This is fun. Um, When I wanted to do a tribe one, uh, this I thought of you immediately, and this is going to be fun. So I want you right now. Just to kind of tell me a little bit about your tribe fandom, how it started other than being a pine, um, and some of your earliest memories, like your earliest memories of being a tribe fan. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, the reason I am a Cleveland Indians fan is because I am a pine. The Christmases and Thanksgivings were extremely heated. <laughs> it would get it would, it'd get pretty ugly, man. I remember some years it would some of us weren't talking to each other because uh, some of the disagreements – about uh, the Indians, but uh, my earliest, my earliest memory though, there's a picture of me. I don't know, maybe I'm probably my son's age now, Cooper, by five. And there's a there's a a Wahoo sticker on my cheek, and we're all sitting around this big rock. I think it was right by where the Tomy statue is now, where the parking garage is. I can't remember the road name off the top of my head now. It's slipping me, but. Uh, they were all sitting there and I don't know, I'm just cheesing having fun, but it's probably one of my first Indians games I went to. So I'm, that was, Oh yeah. Fun days, fun days. I think mine was, uh, I remember I was like five or six being at the old, you were never at the old stadium um, nah. and watching baseball, that old stadium, Mark will be on later. And Dan Shaker, I'm assuming was at the old, old Cleveland stadium watching baseball in that stadium was something else. Uh, such when there weren't many fans in the late seventies and early eighties. Um, I remember one of my earliest, uh, tribe in memories is actually a, kind of a bad one. my dad, mom and dad are watching. won't remember this, but we were in a, a loge at old Cleveland stadium. My dad had tickets from work or something. And so we were one of like in one of the suites and, uh, it was, I remember it was with the blood clot red uniforms. Uh, it was probably oh. 75, two, <laughs> three, somewhere. Hey, there. that may be on my list somewhere. It may be on mine too. Actually, I, I should have worn it. I actually have the the Cooperstown jersey. Um, darn, I should have thought of that. Uh, but we were in the loge, and I was sitting there, and I'm all excited. Uh, I don't know if it was my first game, but it's the first memory I have is Boog Powell. We had Boog Powell. Uh, oh, see, Brad, Brad, my friend Brad Valentine jumped on. Uh, already starting the hate. I'm not even gonna make that comment, Brad. Um, 
I'll, you know, I'm going to bring it on just so I'm, just because I'm going to give him flack. But you know, none of this. There's not going to be no talk of this, Brad. I will drive into Traverse City tonight, <laughs> and we'll have some words. All right. Um, but thanks for uh, pushing it. So, anyways, Boog Powell. So the crowd was yelling, "Boog, Boog!" So I joined in, "Boog, Boog!" Papa wrapped me upside of the head because he thought I was booing. <laughs> like a first tribe memory is my dad popping me in the back of the head. We don't boo people. I'm like, I was saying boo, boo, dad. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so yeah, so those early memories of going to the games and so forth. And uh, did you go to a lot of games when you were younger? Uh, not too many. I watched a lot of them though. A lot of them with my dad. Oh yeah. On the MLB oh, yeah, package. There's... Oh yeah, definitely. Honestly, probably one of my favorite memories though is Grady Sizemore. Uh, taking out Veritech at the, <laughs> w- during the playoffs, yep. chucking him off to the side, man, like a like a rag doll. Yeah, Ugh. you know that's a name that actually didn't come up for me during this show. And he, you know, his the start of his career, he was on a you know Hall of Fame pace career, and then all the injuries. It's funny because right before yeah. the injuries, he had like the longest streak in the uh, league of most consecutive games played. Um, yeah, and yeah, he just man, it just that turned quickly. Uh, it's a it's a it shame, did. but uh. It did. It did. It was a tra- you know tragedy that happened. Yeah. To, what happened to him? All right. So we're gonna he, get into that. We're gonna jump list, in because I know this is gonna be long because we're gonna be arguing a lot later, especially when Mark comes on. Uh, and Dan's gonna have right. Dan, Dan's gonna be in for a treat when he joins us. Um, uh, but we will get Mark on after we go through the lineups. Uh, Mark and Dan, and they're gonna give us our rea- their reactions to our lineup. Um, so right. let's get into the, the all-time greatest Cleveland Indians lineup. Let's do oh, it. I forgot the screen. The second week in a row. I forgot we had this screen, too. General. Ooh, I, li- I, I like, like this, this one. Yeah. I like this yeah. one. Maybe I'll switch this for next week. But I had two screens. My, my think, thought was I was going to transition to this at some point during that segment. I didn't. All right. The all-time tribe lineup. So first of all, Colin, tell me a little bit about the process you took. Uh, not only the process you took, but, um, you know, you know, the different things that came up for you and emerged from you from, from going through this process. I don't know. I thought I was going to have a hairline like you by the time the show aired because yeah, big difference. Um, I thought I was going to pull my hair out. It really, this really, really got to me. I wanted to be very genuine. I want to have a good lineup, but I just didn't want to have a full stack full of like, you know, a whole bunch of studs either. I wanted it to be, a little flavorful, you know, I want a little disagreements here and there, but uh, overall, if I was uh, the managers of, or a manager of the Indians of all time greats, these would be my dudes. We'd have some championships underneath our belts. All right. Well, we'll see. Judging on some of our previous conversations, I'm not so sure about that. Um, uh, so yeah, for me, one of the things that has come up in each of the shows I've done is I've so many players I've forgotten about, like, like Grady Sizemore didn't even yeah. come up for me. And I loved Grady Sizemore, but what were, what were maybe some of those players that didn't come on your list um, that were just kind of reemerged, whether they even were worthy of the list or not, but some of your favorites or people that you forgot had forgotten about. There was two of them. I think we were talking about it the other day. I, I mentioned it in a text, Casey Blake and Travis Fryman. And to be honest with you, I, I believe my dad was a Travis Fryman fan. I don't know. They'll hold me to it. But I remember him talking about Travis Fryman a lot and how he hated Casey Blake. And then when I was doing all this research, I found both of them. And I just had a had a good chuckle about Casey Blake because, man, he one day he'd show up and he'd have, you know, the most silky glove at third base. The next day he shows up and he's got two bricks on his hands. It's like, yeah. dude, what, what are you doing, man? He reminds Who's showing me of up Dorn. today? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I hadn't thought about yeah, Casey I, Blake and yeah, he, yeah. I, Coco yeah, I Crisp Casey. was another one as well. I Coco, yeah. Yeah. Coco. I loved Coco too. I went why watching him play, but then it's like, man, he, he didn't make it though. He didn't make no, he, was, he was a fan favorite and everybody loved him. He played hard. He got the most out of his talent. It's one of those guys yeah. that just worked hard. I don't he think he played for a long time too, him. didn't he? What? He played for a long time did. too, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, Brad just asked if this is a uh, pickle son or Mitch's son. And yes, it is Mitch's son. This is Mitch's oldest son. If you're the oldest, us. Um, say it again. The better looking of the three, I would think. <laughs> I don't know. Casey, I'd, I would I'd, vote. I'd, I'd go Casey. <laughs> you think of the boys? Girl, yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thankful you didn't wear a man bun tonight. So that's good. Well, All my right. wife told me to take my wife told me to take my hair down. I had it up, but All right. no, like, take good. it down, let it flow. I was like, sure. All right. So let's get into this. Um, I don't Do know it. where what order I'm going to go in. There were a All couple right. positions that were really hard for me. One I did not decide tonight. It was brutal. I I am agonizing over it still because the I one that's person like I left. Traction. It's a it's an out, right? We don't. What? It goes against you. It goes against you in the tally, right? No. No. Tonight. Well, first of all, mine's going to be better than yours. So, um, oh, my lineup. Oh. I'm going to put my lineup against your lineup. I and I, I, you know, mine's going to be more fresh and lively. Because you're younger, is that what you're saying? Exactly. Right. Yes. yes. Let's get into this. Um, <laughs> uh, problem spots. Yeah. Let's 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 go the easiest ones first. Um, sure. The no brainer. The I think the easiest no brainer. Uh, well, for me, anyhow, is shortstop. Without question, it's Omar Vizquel. If you have anything else, I'm ending the show right now. Uh, I did have Omar Vizquel, yeah. I, you I did or argue. didn't? I did. I did, okay. yeah. And there's right. no there's no doubt about it. To be honest with you, I thought about putting him at second base, but... Not allowed. Not, not allowed. Not allowed. What? what? Like, they have no. multiple positions. He didn't play second base ever. No, he didn't. No, 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 he didn't. He could. He was the utility. He would be able to play second. I would... There's no doubt in my mind that if Omar moved to second base, he'd probably be a gold glove second baseman oh, no. as well. So. Uh, yeah, he no didn't. Doubt. I have so, him short, though. Yeah, Omar is the greatest defensive player of all time in all baseball, as far as I'm Hands concerned. Down. If you ask the people Hands who down. watch baseball, the great shortstops of our generation, Cal Ripken and A-Rod and Jeter and all Jeter, the great shortstops, all of them. every single one of them cites Omar Vizquel as the greatest shortstop they've ever seen play. Um, okay. uh, so there's a, de- you know, obviously recent developments with Omar Esco, which we'll get to, uh, later, but, uh, hands down, you were gonna say something. Yeah. I, uh, that was another early memory was down in winter Haven watching them in spring training and watching Omar just take these ground balls that were scorched at him. Like they were nothing like he was, like his eyes were closed and he was taking a nap. No, it was crazy. Yeah. He made – he was just so smooth. He was just so incredibly smooth. You know, everybody cites Ozzie Smith. Ozzie Smith was a great player, and he was very flashy. But Omar made all those plays that Ozzie made and yep. made him look effortless. Yep. I mean, I loved yep. Ozzie. He was a great player. He was fun to watch. Uh, he played for a horrible team. I hated the Cardinals being a Cubs fan too. But um, <laughs> but Omar, Omar was the best player I'd ever seen play, at least defensively, obviously not offensively. But um, So that's yeah. a no-brainer. The other no-brainer no – uh, well, I guess it should be. You could have done something with the DH, I guess. Uh, but let's go first base, and I'll let you go. Me first, yes. huh? You. I – this guy, man, during the playoffs in 2007 when they were playing the playing the White's, uh, Red Sox, this guy had some of the most key hits that I've seen for a first baseman. It's going to be Travis Hafner is going to be – 
taking a uh, first base for me in my lineup. You know, Hafner did not come up at all for me. Really? I, I didn't even Bronk think about man? him until, until mm. just now. Um, it, his swing was great. I am going to actually change this up now because I can't believe what you've done here. Um, so, um, you know, I'll just do this for you because I know this is what you're going to do. So I'm just going to do this. And I'm not even going to give mine first because mine's going to be. All right. So you obviously did this. I guess you could have done it for another, but did you do this? I did. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, so you put Tony. I was going to put him at third, but yeah. I decided. Uh... Yeah, I thought I was going to have some flexibility with Tommy at third. Uh, maybe I could do it and squeeze somebody else in, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, who's going to DH, right? I mean, who's going to hit the home home runs? Yeah. So I, I put Tommy at first base. So, okay. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Oh, who'd you put for your DH of... then? Um, I am not revealing that yet. I'm mm. going to leave that. I'm going to leave that. You'll be able to figure it by process elimination. But I uh, know I put, I put Tommy uh, at, at first. Uh, okay. Let's go. Let's just, let's go second base. We'll, we'll, I'll let you go first at second base. Well, see now uh, I was Drupal Cabrera. You, you he went did. Cabrera or? Yeah. As Drupal Cabrera. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anything you want to elaborate on that? <sighs> yeah, so makes for good television. Thanks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he played a heck of a shortstop, and yeah. he was my one of my favorite shortstops besides Omar. And I needed to put him on my lineup, so I put him at second. To be honest with you, that that was that's it. And I didn't really have a second baseman that was going to be able to fit fit into it. And I don't. I'm not a Kipnis. I wasn't really a Kipnis fan, uh, and I wasn't going to go. Uh, was it Roberto played second base, right? Uh, or Al- Alomar? Yeah. Yeah, man. That and, double play uh, combination, um, you know, people are going to, you know, they didn't play long enough. But if you put Omar and Alomar together for yeah. all those years that, you know, Whitaker and Trammell played together, I mean, th- that combination was was great. And I, you know, I thought yeah. about having Alomar, um, but uh, I had to get, go with uh, Nap Lajoie. Mm. Had, had to go way back. Um, yeah. He's one of those iconic figures in baseball. Uh, the team was named after him for what, six, yeah. seven years, eight years or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Lajoie had to be on this list. Uh, you may see him again later. I don't know. Ah. Foreshadowing. We'll see. I think so. Um, yeah. But uh. I loved Alomar. Just, I had to go with Lajoie just from the body of work. And, you know, at the time what he meant to the franchise and Robbie just didn't play long enough for us. Um, but I'll tell you yeah. what, that double play combination of Omar and Alomar were just, yeah, it was unbelievably, yeah. unbelievably awesome. So, all right, so far so good. Uh, let's go third base. I'm pretty sure I know where you went. You probably went to the same place, but go ahead. Ooh, ooh, I went to Jose Ramirez. Um, he just leaked that. Hold he on. came. His story is fantastic. It is, I mean, rags to riches from you know, no other. He, Indian scouts went down to find someone else. Went down to look for someone else. That guy ended up getting hurt, not playing. They went to go down. Hey, go look at this guy. He's going to be playing here in a little bit. They showed up. There were bulls in the outfield where he was playing at. They signed him that day, and he was yeah. he, he became a you know probably an iconic Indian player for this generation. To be honest with you, hands Agreed. down. Agreed. <clears throat> great player, great guy, and uh, yeah, he's uh yep. he's fun to watch. Yeah, uh, quiet, does his job, goes about yep. his business, and he just he's just Mister Consistent and. Um, yeah, yeah. These, these and he's teams... a little flashy too sometimes. Oh yeah, I like that. Definitely. Yeah. 
Um, he brings a lot of fun to that team, even though he's a quiet guy. He just brings a lot of fun, fun to that team. Um, all right, so we're, so far that's good. Um, let's go to left field. I have no idea where you're going with this, so it'll be interesting. I think actually, I think I may have a prediction. Go ahead. Really? Yeah, I think I know where you're going. I'm gonna actually type it out first. All right. Oh, really? Ahead. Not ah. Let's see it. I want to see your. You want to see it? I want to see it before you. Brantley side, sorry, Brantley. No, I did not go Brantley. No, yeah. no. I went Grady Sizemore. Ooh. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. I mean, he was he had a 30 for 30 season. I mean, uh, 30 home runs, 30 stolen stolen bases. I want that dude in my lineup. I don't know if I'm league. comfortable with you putting him in left field. I mean, he, he he can't go. I mean, yes, he can play left field, obviously, but he didn't play left field. Ah, he, he is not that he couldn't, he got caught too. He didn't. Sure. Sure, he probably could have. He probably did at one point in time. Let's do it. Don't hey, like there was this. no I mean, stipulations on the lineup when I last looked at the rule book. <laughs> well, I just assumed you were going to put people where they actually played. Um, I mean, there's probably a game or two he played left. Hey, Grady, we need you to play left in spring training for a day. Last week, somebody tried to put Hank Greenberg in left field for the Tigers, too. and that, At least he played like 112 <laughs> games in left field. But, you know, oh, yeah, size I, don't left. Know. I, I don't have my buzzer on here. But you know what? I, I since I don't I don't have my buzzer, I'm gonna rickroll you. Uh oh. Grady Sizemore, come on, come on. You know it's, we've already just lost credibility here. It's just like you know, nah, man. My, my lineup is gonna be true. His lineup, yeah. And I and I do do that. I encourage my co-host to kind of go with not necessarily the best player of that position, but maybe their favorite. Sometimes it's going to be a combination of both. I always am going to try to go the best player. Uh, left field was, was interesting. There's not a ton of left fielders that I would have gone with, no. but uh, because of the era in which he played and the timing, uh, I had to go old Joey Albert bell. Mm. I had to go, I had to go with Albert bell. Um, yeah, those teams were stacked, and he was the man on that team. Mark gave me a thumbs up. He gave me one of these. Right. <laughs> Mark's giving me a thumbs up in the thing. Um, I was thinking about putting Santana out and left. Jeez, <laughs> come on, man! I'm afraid to go through the rest of this lineup. <laughs> Did you actually put you know Sizemore in two positions or something, or Tommy in two positions? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, the, <laughs> on the line I slashed him out, so I had to. There was some scribbling and oh scrabbling. Gosh. There was a whole bunch of stuff, man, going on. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on here, um, Albert Bell. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of options in left field to be honest with you. But uh, all right, we're gonna skip center field because that was the hardest one by far. Um, let's go to right field. Manny Ramirez, hands right. down. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. There's not even a question. Nope, I agree. That's why I went there. Uh, no, it's definitely question. Manny Ramirez. Yeah, definitely Manny Ramirez. Uh, I I know that. Dan, who's going to join us in a little bit, um, Dan's in the green room. Uh, I believe he's the one that mentioned, at least in one of our calls or maybe on one of the other shows he was on, uh, Manny getting picked off in the World Series. But, you know, we won't, we won't bring that up. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll that, um, that, that did cross my mind while making this list. So. All right. So let's see my list here. I got to look and see where I want to go here. Um, did I actually? Yeah. All right. So. I'm gonna go here right now. Uh, actually, well, let's go. Look, let's go relief pitcher. Let's go relief pitcher because you better have the uh, same person. It's the only person it really could be. Oh no, I just went my favorite on this one. To be honest with you. Okay, what did you get? 
Do you remember Raphael Betancourt? Oh, I, I liked Rafi. Yeah. Yeah. All right, hold on. Dude, I didn't... he was a stinger. He was one of my one of my faves. That wind up was gnarly. I don't know if that's he the actually right was spelling, a shortstop, but... I believe. Yeah. All the way up until college, and then they were like, "Nah, man." I have no idea if that's how you spell that. So, man, close enough. Close, close enough. enough. Um, yeah, I'd forgotten about Rafi. Yeah, he had some some really solid years. Um, and he you know he he threw hard. Um. Some some other names are trading like Danny's Baez, uh, and some other guys. Um, you know, Jose Mesa. Like, you know, mm, I can't, yeah, I can't. I can't go Jose. I think Dan and Mark just cringed. So, um, and you guys can argue with this all you want to, um, but there's no question. I know you went. statistically. There's no question. The the best. Oh, actually, I put this over you. You're gonna go over here. The best relief in our history. Is he where you where Matt lost? I lost him. I lost him. No. It's Cody Allen. Ugh. He's the best reliever we've ever had. It's per- period. Uh, Look at the stats. Not, He's this is yeah. a statistical thing, not necessarily yeah. my favorite. He is the best reliever we've had. It's not even close. You can, you can you can you can apologize in a later show because there's you can't. No. You, he is the greatest. It, I, again, not my favorite. But this was the thing I wasn't passionate about any sure. position. I couldn't go Joe Table, sure. yeah. so yeah. I, I went. I mean, he, he ultimately though is the you know is the best closer of all time for the Indians so far. But I don't know, there, there's so many blown games that he had that I'm thinking that come up to me that just knock him down. No, I, I get that. I get that. I, and I think it's fans of any team is going to look at their closer and always have that, especially in this day and age. That's how we see sure. the world now. You yeah. know, maybe looking back after they're gone for so long, well, we won't remember all those those moments. But uh, sure, you know, it's a different it's a different game, and there's going to be those 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 blown saves and everything that stick in our heads and yeah. and so forth. But statistically, um, yeah, Cody Cody Allen on that one. All right, sure, Colin, we're so, going to go back and forth with this one. Uh, you know, you're uh, going to get like you're you're going to get blasted on this. I'm sorry. I love uh, who you're going to pick, but you know. I don't think you know who I'm going to pick. Well, if it's not Bob Feller, there's going to be an issue. Bob Feller, starting pitcher. He's the best He's the best player any position we have, hands down. This is going to cost fights all night long, I'm just telling you. Unless you who have you Bob Feller. Who do you think I went with? I think you probably went with Corey Kluber. I didn't. I did not go with Klub. I actually went with Shane Bieber. He has, like the, he has the highest winning percentage of any in the Indians pitcher. have enough time. Yeah, so it don't matter. He's just just as new as uh, Ramirez, Posey. No, maybe is. not. I mean, he's probably not. But uh, I, he uh, potentially, yes, he could get there. You know, if he stays an Indian, uh, it's you know. between him and Hershiser, honestly. <laughs> Mark's laughing. Dan's laughing. Oral Hershiser, yes, he was on the '95 team, but <clears throat> what? You're talking no, Bob Feller or Oral Hershiser or Shane Bieber. I want Shane Bieber. Obviously, hands down. I like Shane. He's a fireballer, too. I, I love him, too. But he's not Bob Feller. Yeah. Bob Feller. Bob Feller is a top 10, possibly five pitcher in the history of baseball. Yeah. I, I think you oh, can put Dan, Bob Dan, Feller I don't know what in Dan's today's doing. market. In today's market, Bob Feller does not pitch like Bob Feller. Oh. He probably yeah, he, pitches like 
No. I don't know. I can't remember that guy's name from, I was going to insult you, but I can't remember. No, your argument is that, you know, he's not facing today's athletes. And that's, that's, it's also the league's watered down. There's more teams. There's more players. There's so no, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Uh, I think, I think we'll, I think we'll be disagreeing about Bob Feller again. I, I, we will. Cause probably, I I am, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to embarrass you on social media after this too. No, no, no. I stick by my guns. It's Bob Feller. I stick by my guns. We're moving on. I have, I have, I have some, some guys in here that would, would be able to smash Bob Feller because of the time, the age they played. Yeah. And all right. So you're going to look at Kluber's uh, things. I actually have the comparison right here. If like, I didn't, I didn't even pull up Bieber's cause you talked about Kluber. Bieber's doesn't have long enough longevity enough to compare. Uh, and Kluber's numbers are comparative to, to Bob yeah. Feller's and, and, and better yeah. in some regards, but yeah. also Bob play, Feller played for a lot longer and he played through injuries and played into his late years where that's when mm-hmm. his numbers started going and his ERA climbed and things like that. But his war I mean, I, is 63.5 versus Kluber's 33.6. All right. How many games, uh, how many games they play? 154. No, no. Oh. He, uh... Uh, well, I just know innings wise, you know, Kluber had, you know, half the innings not oh, more than you know almost a third of the innings than feller did so you add that in there too yeah. the longevity yeah. he did for a much longer time i love cory kluber i love shane bieber but you're wrong. not Klub Klub has too many postseason chokes to even be on my list to be honest with you i hear you couldn't even do it i hear yeah. you all right we gotta move on we gotta move on um all right uh the two hardest positions i'll do my dh first um i had to go i i People think of him in a different guard. I went with Shoeless Joe Jackson. His years with the Indians were actually more impressive than he did what he did with the White Sox. People know him as a White Sox because of the 1919 White Sox scandal and everything else. Yep. But his years I, yeah. with the Indians yep. were yep. you know unbelievable, uh, which yep. makes this you know, center field was definitely the hardest position. There were five people I could have put on, put on that list. So I'm interested to see who you went. I think I know, but I'll... Yeah. Who did you go with for center field? Lofton. Greatest center fielder of all time is? Lofton. Kenny Lofton. Yes, sir. Hands down. Uh, it's not hands down. Uh, definitely uh-huh. not hands down. And if you ask uh-huh. baseball purist, Kenny Lofton would not be the center fielder. Um, I don't know. People will cite him, and they do. Who? But, who, who um, else would go there? Who else would have? Uh, you know, a little Hall of Famer named Tris Speaker, perhaps. Mm. One of the most iconic names in all of baseball. Um, yeah, you had you had Tris Speaker. I have my notes over here. You had uh, Earl Averill. You had you know Shoeless Joe Jackson. You had Kenny Lofton. Sure, um, sure. That was Larry Doby. Larry Doby was our center fielder. Larry Doby, the first yep. African American in American League. It you was know, honestly it was between it was it was between Larry. I had it Larry Larry Doby and Lofton, and they he'll come back on my list again. But I had to go Lofton. Yeah, I mean, I you know, Kenny was in that mix for me, obviously too. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll talk more about Lofton when we come to favorite players and so forth. But yeah, I'd like to see what I, as I go through other shows and with baseball, who else has that deep of a center field for here? Because that I yeah. mean, all five of those players would be number one or could potentially number one on any of the other teams. So sure. yeah, that that was that was that was a tough one. All right, catcher. Colin, go. This was a hard one for me. It was the hardest this, one for me. This is my hardest one. I may cry. I just 
Go ahead. Uh, so I, I went with Victor Martinez, but it was between Roberto Perez or Victor Martinez, to be honest with you. Oh, my gosh. All right. I love, I, I love Perez, but come on. That's not... He has I, – I, I built my lineup with memories, and there are some – he has some hell of bad yep. bats where Absolutely. you just like – he crushes a three-run shot, game's ours, we win. And I think he had a couple of playoff wins like yeah, that he did. as well. He did. So I did win with Victor, though, but you know, Perez was there. It was it was a very, very close second. Um. Yeah, I he was not on my. I, I mean, I mean, I, I get favorites and so forth, and I and I love him. I, I loved watching him catch. You know, they had Jan Gomes right before that. Um, this was this was grueling for me. I like I'm emotional even saying it because they're two of my favorite Indians of all time. Um, and it came down. Mark's gonna shoot me. He's gonna shoot me. I also went with Victor Martinez. Yeah. Um, it came down between him and Sandy, and yep, I. That Sandy was on that I list can't really too for even, me. I can't even really speak to it because I I was a basket case. So, um, Brad just said wild thing when we were guess when we were talking about pitchers. Uh, Ricky Vaughn is fictional. Brad, just so you know. Um, <laughs> um, I'd go for a while. Thanks. Yeah, and if you are watching, we have many people watching, so feel free to put comments, and we may even bring them on the screen if they're if they're funny enough or worthy enough or whatever. So yeah, we'd please say hi and, and put your two cents in as we go through this. Uh, but yeah, that's a pretty good uh, lineup. That's a pretty good lineup. At least mine is yours is a little suspect. A crazy Man, size. Mine was good. Mine was uh, good. No, I'd stand it, by it. Yeah. yeah. The lineup. I think you'd pay some tickets to watch it. I'd pay some tickets to watch it, but yeah. you, I could, mine would blow you away, but anyway, I don't know. No, it's a, know. it's a, it's a good lineup. It was a, it was a fun activity. Um, against, Who, who's going to manage that team, though? That's the thing. Yeah, that's a good that's question. The... We're going to get to that. We're, I'm, I'm going to ask you that question a little bit later. But um, we're actually going to move on. We're going to bring in our uh, co-host, or our, co- our guest, rather. Let me make sure I get Dan Shaker in the right spot. Uh, he's guest three. Um, I'm going to un- unmute you guys. Um, bring Dan in. I think uh, Mark is already in. Unmute him. And hopefully this works right accordingly. And we're talking tribe with Colin Pine, Mark Pine, and Dan Shaker. Dan hey, Shaker, hey. welcome to Sports Bias. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Did you go back to your computer? Thanks or you for having your phone. It's right. great. All right. Dang it! All right. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Well, Mark being the oldest, he has some technical issues. Can, can I just insert something? Yes. Can I just say something real quick? Yes, you have a big delay, but go ahead. Bob Feller is the greatest Cleveland Indian of all time. The greatest. In the uh, prime of his career, he had to stop, go serve in World War II in the Navy, then come back and lead his team to a World Series championship. So in the sure. prime of his career, he got pulled out, wasn't able to pitch professionally for four years, and then still came back and was one of the most dominant pitchers of all time. Holy Moses. Bob Feller. Greatest Cleveland Indian of all time. I second that. Give me a long night. I don't. It's going to be a long night. I don't. Um, well, again, let's, let's hold off. Hold on. I don't. Hold on. 
Love Bieber. Love Bieber. Love Bieber. One of you guys, I have an echo coming from. So if you have a something on, uh, check your check your feeds. One of you, one of you have an echo. Um, uh, so uh, just a little bit of from Dan and Mark. Uh, we shared some of our earliest tribe memories earlier, Colin and I. Uh, Dan, what is your first or your earliest tribe memory? You're muted. Oh, my so you. the earliest tribe oh, there memory there was, uh, oh, am I muted? Yep. Can you good. hear me? You're good. Yep. So my earliest tribe memory was actually going up to the, what was that? Yeah, we have a delay with Dan. Dan, let's uh, let's actually have you reconnect. You I'm going to disconnect me? you, have you reconnect, and I'll go to Mark. Oh, all right? Okay. All right, Mark, your earliest tribe memories. Well, I can't say this is my earliest tribe memory, but I had a friend down the street on Oakmore, Jack Neary, whose dad was a Cleveland policeman, and he did security for the Indians games. So we went to a lot of games. We had access uh, to players. I, I had a, an autographed ball that had the most bizarre collection of names. Like I had Rico Cardi. Oh, yeah. Jim Perry, Doug DeSensei, Charlie Spikes. Um, so I mean that was that was fun getting to meet the players and uh, yeah. so and then then Hershey ate that ball. So <laughs> I do remember that now. <laughs> Hershey was our dog, our chocolate lab, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Um, I do remember that. Yeah, I yeah yeah. I don't I don't remember you going to all those games. I don't have many memories back then. But uh, yeah, I remember Oscar Gamble and you know Frank oh, Robinson yeah. playing on the on those teams and. Uh, Rico Come Cardi. alive in 75. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rico Cardi. I remember loving Rico Cardi when I was younger. Uh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Uh, let's see if we have a better connection with Dan. Dan, uh, earliest tribe memory. Yeah, so it was actually driving up to the old Cleveland Municipal Stadium in the back of a Grandma Shears potato chip truck because <laughs> my buddy's dad had tickets to the game to go see Nolan Ryan pitch. So got to go to the old stadium, watch Nolan Ryan do his thing, even though he wasn't an Indian and didn't show the Indians any mercy. No, but no. it was fun to go watch a pitch. Was that one of oh, the, yeah. Nolan Ryan's last outing at? And I, I can tell you who the starting pitcher was for the Indians: Julian Tavares. Correct. Oh, yeah? I was there. Well, I was at that game. I don't remember. Yeah, I just remember watching this giant of a man dominate the Indians. From yeah, what well, I could remember. Nolan Ryan is one of my favorite players of all time. So, yeah, I remember uh, if, if it was his last start at Cleveland Stadium, um, driving down there and seeing Julian Tavares, you know, who was young and up and coming at the time. And, uh, yeah, Nolan Ryan. Well, yeah. So you were we, – earlier I uh, asked if you had been to the old stadium uh, and watching baseball in that old mammoth of a stadium. Oh, I remember going up to Bat Nights. Yeah. And we used to have wood bats. bats. Yeah, that we would – play baseball within the backyard like sandlot style yeah yeah that was a great idea to give everybody bats <laughs> especially <laughs> on nickel beer night yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so the famous like incident cleveland stadium the nickel beer night um or not with a dime i don't remember what it was i think it was dime uh so our our older brother Mar our paul was there um he may or may not have gone to jail that night but for the first time um no joking um well yeah I, I, I you know love to hear some of those stories too bad we don't have him on on for that uh so let's talk about our greatest tribe memories uh greatest tribe memories uh let's start with uh colin let's uh greatest type tribe memory uh there was a lot my pick greatest tribe memory what pick one or two pick one or two my favorite probably is the 
when the Indians and the Yankees played in the I can't remember what year it was. It was this past past playoff run. My uh, my wife Amanda bought uh, some tickets. Kind of surprised me with them. We drove down for the playoff game, and I believe that we were down by three runs, and it was bases juiced. Francisco Lindor comes up, hits a home run, and it dinks off the foul pole for a home run. The place erupted. Yep. Beers were being spilled. High fives were everywhere. <laughs> Electricity was in the air. It was just fantastic. That's probably one of my greatest memories of all time. It's just, it was uh, so electric in the air. Yeah. Um, I just want to touch on that because uh, I like to see, I want to get kind of get your guys' opinion uh, on Frankie Lindor because uh, I loved him. I loved watching him play. You know, I, I don't blame him for, for leaving because it was always assumed he was leaving. Everybody talked about three years from now, four years from now, when he was going to leave. It's like they he manifested it. You know, it's like we just yep. assume we could never keep him. Um, right. I, I loved watching him play. I loved his energy. I hope he has a bounce back year with the Mets uh, this year because he's just a great player. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Agreed. But I'd like to know what you guys think about Frankie and, and so forth. Oh, I I miss Frankie. There's no question about that. But, you know, we just can't compete with $300 million contracts. So that was never going to be the option. But he was – I love having him here. Um, you know, just, just that – that whole spirit of him. I mean, yeah. he, he fired that team up. Yeah. Along with Ozzy, I will say. Yeah. I don't know whose phone that was. Somebody else can kind of chime in here. Uh, Dan, what do you think? I, I don't know of another player in baseball history who had who has more fun than he does, even in the most, I guess, the biggest moments of the game. World Series, he's still joking around, just having fun. And I think there's just something that radiates like, yeah, this is a game. This is supposed to be fun. Loves to win. He's just a good leader. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so, uh, Dan, what about your favorite tribe memory of all time? This one, actually, I thought about for a while. But one of the best memories for me, I believe it was maybe 98. Uh, the Indians were playing the Red Sox in the postseason. Doc Gooden comes in, starts the game, gets tossed in like the second or third inning, starts to brawl with the Red Sox. Dave Berber comes in from nowhere, shuts down the Red Dave Sox. Dave Berber. Yeah, that Berber. was intense. I just I just remember being at that game, calling off of school. I got I got a medical excuse to get out of school <laughs> that day, being up there for the game. That was incredible. It was a lot of fun. Dave Berber. Yeah, I had totally forgot Doc Gooden. Yeah, I had to, I you know I was going, I was doing prepping for the Mets show. Uh, what I'm doing with my buddy Andy, and like it brought up the '86. Like, I had totally forgot Doc Gooden played with the Indians. <laughs> totally forgot that. But I, uh, Dave Burba had you know he was he was a you know solid pitcher for us. Um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's an interesting that's an interesting uh, favorite memory. Uh, Mark, what about you? Well. There's two that stand out. My second, I guess, would be Sandy hitting the homer off of Mariano Rivera in the in the playoffs yeah. to win that game. But I was there the night they clinched in '95, yeah. and you know that was just insane. Yeah. The energy, the electricity. I mean, first time in 41 years. That that's got to be my favorite one. Yeah, I was in. Um, we had, we had actually. You guys were up in Chicago. Uh, you and uh, Colin's dad, Pickle, uh, were up in Chicago. That one of our famous bike beer 
crawl, pub crawl, bike things yeah. that were epic. But we went to a couple of Celtics games. I remember watching the scoreboard. It's just that year that you you don't. It doesn't matter if we were down. The Indians were down. You just expected them to come back, and we were down by six runs in like the third inning, and we just kept on watching the scoreboard, the big scoreboard at Wrigley Field. Uh, watching, we kept on coming back and coming back, and there us three are like jumping up and high fiving each other when we came back and won. Nothing else was going on in the Cubs game, so it's just us three standing up and like high fiving each other, and people have no idea what's going on. But uh, um, yeah, but that '95 team uh, when we clinched, I was at uh, BW3 in Chicago, which was a huge Indians bar, and uh, yeah, just going going crazy, crazy that day. And then I think my favorite memory from. Yeah, there's lots of them, but I think also from '95 when we were down, uh, the game five when Tommy sent it to Atlanta. Uh, Tommy, oh yeah, Tommy hit the walk off to go to Atlanta, and I believe you guys yeah. all went to Atlanta. Right. I we drove. Are, we were... go, go ahead. Yeah, we we went to see the Y store that night, and at Peabody's, and we ended up getting tickets for Atlanta that night. <laughs> That's right. Next thing you knew, we were packing up and heading to Atlanta. Yeah, and I drove from uh, some friends, and I drove to Cleveland just so we could be in Cleveland. So we stayed at Paul's house, my older brother's house. Uh, um, and I remember I have pictures of us. I don't know why. So I think we were at River's Edge on, in the flats. And I just remember, yeah, I remember when Sandy in that in that in that game in Game Six in the first inning threw uh, somebody out, Grissom out at, at second base trying to steal or something, and like the place just erupted and like. But they had these big, huge beers, these these plastic cups that were just humongous. It was great. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one of my uh, my favorite memories. You know, I have you know others. Anything anything else you guys wanted that stands out to you guys? Just one of those when you think of the tribe that that's what you think of. The uh, another one that really sticks out was the the win streak. The numbers kind of slip in my head, my my mind yeah. right now. But I can't, was it like 23? 22, I think. 22. 22, 22. Yeah. yeah, that's watching that string of baseball. I think made my wife an Indian fan. To be honest with you, because there are some some of those games where we won one by one run. I think there's a few of them we went extra innings. Yep. I mean that. That streak right there was fantastic. Yeah, that's was that's another one of mine. Magical. No, yeah. Anybody else, Dan? Definitely. Anything else sticks in your mind? Uh, no, I think Game 7, 2016, that, that kind of stands out in my mind, even though it didn't end the, the way we wanted it to. Uh, but I got to watch the game with my dad and, and my four-year-old son at the time. That was that was a big moment. Oh, come on now! Sorry. My uh, <laughs> my sorry for another episode. <laughs> my dad's girlfriend at the time was a, was born and raised in Chicago, so she was a huge Cubs fan. So we're all watching it together, and obviously the Cubs jumped ahead, and so I had gone to Chicago earlier that summer. We went to Wrigley for the first time, which is like an all-time baseball experience. Just a, a random Thursday night game in, at Wrigley Field was amazing. So I thought, you know, I'm going out there. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna live it up. I got a Cubs shirt, a Cubs hat. So game seven, the Indians are down for, to be funny, and to make my dad's girlfriend more welcome in my home, <laughs> I went and put on my Cubs gear, and then the Indians came back, and then I wasn't changing out of the Cubs <laughs> yeah. gear because I didn't want to jinx them, and then a stupid rain delay comes on, and it's just oh, yeah. heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. That's my worst Indians memory of all time yeah. is that <laughs> bogus rain delay. I've watched playoff baseball for almost 25 years. 
I can remember watching playoff baseball. And I don't think there's ever been a shorter rain delay than that rain <laughs> delay right there. With the minimalist amount of rain. We're talking professional athletes here. But, hey, yeah. you know, they want that to was their ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. God, I wonder who flipped the, the weather guys some money. And, hey, we got to call this. It's going to be nasty here soon. Take the momentum out. You know, so you're speechless, I know, because you're like, you're no, right. you know, it's one of those things that, you know, for the people who don't know that are listening and there's just lots of people watching, uh, you know, I, I grew up, you know, I'm a, I, there's not many people that love the tribe more than I do. I just, I, I love baseball. Baseball is my love. You know, I grew up in Cleveland or was born in Cleveland, but I moved to Chicago when I was, what, 10 years old. And so when I started playing Little League and going to games and everything, I, I and, and the Cubs on WGN. And um, so I, you know, I was a Cubs fan. The Cubs were the love of my life. Um I mean, they're so close. I mean, they're so close in my mind. But and I always said, if the Cubs ever went to the world, or if the Cubs and Indians ever met in the World Series, which everybody always laughed at that possibility, um, that it would be, uh, you know, I, I knew it was going to be the Cubs. Um, so I, I couldn't. That's why I'm so desperate now for the Indians win because I couldn't. If the Indians would have won, I couldn't have. I couldn't have enjoyed it uh, that year. Um, but I remember when. When uh, Rajay Davis hit that home run, I mean, I I can't imagine what that stadium was like. Mm. I mean, it had to have been the, the most electric scene in Cleveland history. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I mean, that whole that whole thing was right, so. yeah. I agree with you, Chicago Jay. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> Jay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're the love of my life. I can't. I mean, again, I love. I, I, I there's nothing I can do. I, what, what, what do you want me to do? You want me to lie and make it up? I, I no, no. Um, no. there's definitely a sadness to me with it. Cause I mean, I've waited all my life for the Indians to win and going through 95 and 97, all the other runs and that whole stretch. And uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard. But anyway, all right, let's shift gears. Let's shift gears. This is a segment I've been looking forward to talking to you guys about, um, the name change. We're going from the Indians to the guardians. Uh, so first I just kind of want your initial reaction. I want to about changing the name in general. And then we'll talk about, I want to talk about uh, the actual name coming up with the name and the, the final decision with the name and maybe some alternatives that you preferred. Um, and then kind of, then the, then the logo. Um, we'll talk about that. Um, and then we'll go for there. So let's uh, just kind of get your, kind of your like opinion the on the name change itself. Uh, Dan, what's, what's your, what's your thought process on us changing names and branding and so forth? I don't know. I, I didn't mind it that much. I think it's, it's the time and place people change their names. We, at least we're not Washington where we can't decide on a name. So at least it was okay. Three, three years tomorrow. later. No, Tuesday, right? Tuesday comes up. <laughs> but uh, no, I wasn't really, I never lost any sleep over it or anything like that. I thought, okay, it's, it's time has come and you move on. And so I didn't mind it so much. I like the name. Okay. Right. Right. Mark. <laughs> you know, I, I if people are truly offended by it, then then I don't have a big issue with it. But what I don't really understand is how the commissioner forced us to change our name, mm -hmm. and then he supports the Braves and their tomahawk chop. Right. I don't. I don't think that's consistent. Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I think the can't argue that. Well, I think there's a difference between Braves and Indians. I think those two those two terms are are different. Um, sure, definitely. 
Uh, I mean, the logo is one thing. I mean, we all grew up with Chief Wahoo, loving Chief Wahoo, but I totally get it. I've always got it. You know, we've been right. dealing with, with this coming. I mean, they've been protesting opening day for 20, 30 years, and we've been to some of those games. We go and we, we know that there's a whole segment of the population that wants the name changed. Um, at least from the Indian standpoint, they had the support and backing of the Native American populations in many regards. They've done had done uh, all that kind of due diligence on it. Um, but then in this world of politi- politically correctness, it just kind of morphed. I knew it was coming. It was inevitable at one point, and I knew it was going to be sad. Um, you know, I would have liked for them to just switch it to the tribe. I would have loved to seen that. Um, and, and not be Indians, you know, would have gone along the same thing as the, as the Braves then, um, Redskins I get to, uh, but at least their logo is regal. It was regal and, you know, stately like the Blackhawks, Blackhawks. They should considered... have just, a... just put a potato on their helmet and kept the name. A what? A potato, potato. red <laughs> potato. Maybe that's what they're going to announce on, on Tuesday. They're going to be the Redskin potatoes. Uh, that would be a, that would be a fun one. Now, speaking of which a little plug here, I don't know the date, but we will be doing an episode soon in February about the greatest team nicknames uh, and greatest logos. Mm. Uh, the, the, the Washington Redskins potato. That, that'd be good. Um, yeah, that, that'd be a good one. Um, Colin, what do you think? I, I do like, I do ahead, like the guardian's name. Um, I didn't have anything any better, and I understand what they're trying to do and their concept. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so I, I don't have an issue with that. Well, let's, let's we'll talk about more back in a second. I just want to see what Colin has to think about the name change. I mean, you being the youngest one on here, um, and kind of your thoughts, or you always knew it was coming, and yeah, I mean, I, I knew it was coming. I and honestly, it's it's it was time for it, and um, you know, I had I had a conversation when it did first happen, and. They were you know, they, they were arguing about how the name should be kept the same, and my my argument was, if I let the mascot determine my love of the team, it takes away from what the guys did in the past, and you know they they worked their ass off to get you know to make those memories for me. So I think it'd be kind of doing them a little disjustice if I was like, well, I don't, I'm gonna be upset about it and not watch them because of the, yeah. the mascot change. So yeah, it was about time, and Guardians. I like the name. I don't mind the name. I wish they'd do something different than the, the jaggedy. Let's C. just hold I mean, off. Let's we're, That's a, we're going to go there. Sorry. That's, sorry. That's some but hot yes. stuff we're talking about. Um, I, I do. I do. I do no, like the name guard. The so. name, I get the name, <clears throat> the hope Memorial bridge and everything. I, I, I get it. And that was one of the ones on my list. You know, a lot of people suspected it was going to be the spiders. Cause we were named the spiders. Mm. Um, yeah. I came up with a list probably three years ago. I posted on Facebook. Um, um, a lot of people said the uh, um, <clears throat> uh, the Rockers uh, because of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I actually didn't like the Rockers, but I liked the Rocks, like just the Rocks. I mean, the Cleveland Rocks because the song and everything else. It would have been, you know, better than Rockers. Um, Forest City, so you know the Cleveland Forest. Um, you know, there was there was there were some other ones in there. Guardians was on the list. Um, yeah. I mean, the name, you know, I, I will say in getting ready for this show and doing the research and doing some reading online, how some of the, the, the especially the MLB uh, links had switched all the words already over to Guardians. And it just, you know, it was, I don't know, it just, it felt all right. It just was like, it's, it, yeah, I still I made the connection. That, to be honest with you. So, say it again, I wish I would have kept that. Yeah. I wish, 
they, they were the Indians then. They're not. They're not. They weren't the Guardians then. So that yeah. I, I, I don't. That's that's taking away history now. You're like no, you I know, agree. Rewriting it. I agree. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I'm just saying from from when I was reading it, it's like it just. I don't know. It just felt okay, but yeah. It, yeah. I wish they would have just kept and just had the, the divide at the date, but yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're all like good with the name change. Name. We all knew it was coming. I have to say that, you know, the chief Wahoo thing always, always bothered me. The whole native American story in this country always bothered me from the time I was a little kid. Um, and, and the more I thought about it as I got older, the, you know, the, the chief Wahoo, I got it. And we've all seen the, the mock logos with the, the Caucasians and all that stuff. And um, I know I told, I totally get it, especially the old chief Wahoo. I, mean, I have the old Chief Wahoo hat and jer- or, uh, T-shirt. I, I just I can't wear it. I won't wear it mm. no. out. I, I live up in northern Michigan with a lot of Native Americans too, but um, I've had it for years. I haven't worn either one of them in probably ten years. I just I, I consciously can't. And even nope. Chief Wahoo, I sometimes really balk at. So, so we're all good on the name change. We're all good with Guardians. What the what did they do with that logo? They have a golden opportunity. And I don't know if they rushed it or whatever, but they have a golden opportunity in this day and age. How much money is at stake on these things with marketing and branding? A lot of teams just come up with new branding, new teams, new colors, just because of that. Yeah, and, right. there's a whole sport, there are whole, whole video games where people do it every day. Like, I mean, it's and this is what we do. Uh, I don't think it's gonna last long. I have a feeling there'll be a new logo pretty soon. Yeah. What? The whole thing. What is what is that? Like I don't even know what that together. is. So go ahead, Dan. Oh, sorry. I was just saying the whole thing felt haphazard, just thrown together between what you saw with the roller derby team and then with this crappy logo. It is disgusting. I agree with Mark. It's going to change. I. It's it did seem rushed. I agree with you. I think it seemed yeah. rushed, yeah. but it shouldn't have. They took right. time. They had plenty of time. I mean, right. I could whip something up better than this right now. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the the I don't know if you the, the the wings are the same wings that are on the the Hope Memorial Bridge, so that's what right. it's alluding to the the guardian of the, uh, uh, you know, that's guardian. the same thing. But uh, I... uh, why is the ball going down? Just the ball <laughs> be going up? It, yeah, it's like <laughs> spinning different, not the right way. Uh, yeah, it would have been better with just the G and the wings than than that. Yeah. Um yeah. baseball in there. I, I just I can't get over and tell you how much how disappointed I am in this logo. I mean are they this gonna be one, playing I, with I, that I like on the their C. Hat? I like the yeah, C. I, I like the C. It's all right. I like the C too. I do too. Um same I, old, same old. Uh, no, it's a little different. Well, this this one's a little not different. Good. Yeah, a little different. I mean, I guess how many ways can you do a C, right? right well, it's, I mean, you know, right. There's right. been it's been done a lot of different ways, but this one's boring. You know, this the yeah. one, the new one's better than this. Um, yeah, I, I like the crazy C from the seventies. Right. Yeah. Right. I would have loved to see that. Um, but come, this is just it's embarrassing. Man. This reminds yeah. me of when. The Browns had this big press conference. They got this new stuff. They're like, and they the whole world. They got the whole world watching this press conference about this the uniform changes. People always talk about the Browns uniforms, and they come out and they slightly change the color of the helmet. Yeah, I, I was the most embarrassed I've ever been as a Cleveland fan, and that's saying something. 
Um, right. Orange to orange. <laughs> yeah, that, that reminds me of this. Um, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it is horrible. Yeah, it's I bad. agree. I, I don't it's think bad. it's going to last long. I, I don't. I, ha- I haven't met one person who likes that logo. The is that going to be okay? on their hats? Like when they're playing? I have not seen a game day hat that has this on it. I've seen only the C. Good. Right. That's all I've seen Good. so far, too. That's okay. but yeah, Dan. I haven't I haven't seen anybody else that I've talked to likes it. It's just them making fun and like Brad bringing up the mistake on the lake. You know, that's that's what this is. Yeah. You know, this is like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Minor name. I, I don't necessarily. I like the G, but also the G. The fonts don't match to me. This C does not match the the G in the Guardian script. I know what they're trying to do with the font. I don't love it. I would have liked them to go to the I, the I they used briefly, you know, in the 2000s. That, that was, but I guess they can't use it. But that that font would have been better. Than, yeah, I did like that. The cursive I. Yeah. yeah. Right. That that yeah that came up a few times on my list. Yeah. I, re- I remember yeah, going to the to the Jake and getting one of those soft pretzels that were in the Cleveland I, dipping it in some. Oh yeah. Ballpark mustard. Yeah. That was the yeah. Oh, that's stadium right. mustard. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, well, it's another another chapter in in, in Indians lore. It's here, it's so good. We're talking about memories about the Cleveland Eye. That's how good the, <laughs> the Guardians logo yeah. is. <laughs> uh, that yeah. lasted for like a week too. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, this is just embarrassing. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's enough said about. I'll go with this. And Dan actually has. Did you get the new hat, Colin? No, I have not yet. Dan I, has I honestly it. Don't know if I'm going to. Yes, yeah, so Dan, hold your jer- shirt, your jersey up, your sweatshirt up. Oh yeah, I got yeah, it. There, there's got the, the script. Uh, I just. Yeah. I know it's I similar, similar, similar to the old one. Just keep the same yeah. font. Right. Yeah. This one's too. I don't know. Whatever. Or just do everything brand new since you're rebranding and renaming. Yeah, just exactly. Change it. Right. It's not hard. It's, there's so many creative yeah. people in this world that right. I run into every day that and then Apparently I see this. That's why stuff like this just drives me crazy. Again, it drives me crazy, but also they just miss the boat marketing wise. Yeah. It's like the perfect opportunity to, you know, sell At least they kept the same colors, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they kept the same colors. I would have been upset if they went with, you know, green and gold. Brown or but, and orange. Yeah. Better be careful, Colin. Better be careful. Um, <laughs> Uh, just why, before we let go of uh, Dan has to has to run, uh, Mark's going to stay on with us. But I do want to ask you a question that we didn't talk about, so I hope it doesn't catch you off guard. Uh, now I don't remember what it was. Oh, so growing up Cleveland fans, um, and I don't know your answer, Mark. Um, of the Cleveland teams, who's your favorite team? Like, what, what sport I? is your favorite? Oh, which sport? Yeah, well, yeah, well, which Cleveland team is your favorite? Which sport is your favorite? It's, if it's two different I mean, answers, that's fine. Football is my first love. So, so Browns. Yep. Dan. Oh, it's the Indians or Guardians, I guess now. Yeah. But it's it's baseball is my first love. I'll go to yeah. a baseball game any day of the week. A yeah. five dollar ticket with a beer and a hot dog. Sit there all night and, yeah. and just be happy. You're talking about uh, a minor league game, obviously. Well, whatever. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I I it's, agree. To... It's it, the Indians all day long. Baseball is my favorite sport. Yeah, baseball is definitely my favorite sport, um, without question. Um, yeah. 
but you know, my my love for the Browns and the connection to the Browns, watching, like watching, and I'm one of those guys that love watching baseball. I'll watch, pull over and watch Little Leaguers play. Um, I, I love watching baseball. I love listening to it on the radio. Uh, but there's still the, the Browns for me, just, you know, I guess because we haven't won. The Indians haven't won either, but um, I don't know. They're, you know, but baseball is my first love, and I love the, the Indians and the Cubs, obviously. But, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know how you were going to answer that, Mark. And, I, and actually, I, I, was, I was thinking, all right, Dan, I got a question for you then. Since you were on our first debut episode, uh, Ohio State or the Indians? So you're going to say Indians, Guardians? Yeah, it's still going to be the Indians, right. Guardians. It's still going right. to be baseball. All right, is what, is what it comes down to, and especially with the, with the Cleveland sports. I've never, you know, you have the whole factory of sadness. They come out with the Browns with, yeah, uh, I forget who the comedian came out and did that. It was hilarious because he just sums up being a Browns fan so much. It's like, oh, I, I hate myself for watching this, but hey, see, see you next Sunday. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of a big thing. Whereas with the Indians. I've never been so upset. I didn't want to talk to anybody after a game because again, I think there's something beautiful about baseball. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't run out the clock. You get yeah, three nope. strikes. You, you you can't just avoid it. You got to step up to the plate and you know, the pitcher's going to throw his best ball. You're going to swing your best bat and we'll see who wins. And there's just something beautiful about that sport. So it's the Indians all day long. Or guardians. Yeah. Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Turn that off. Um, Spring training hasn't started. It's just, it's, they're still the Indians. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. No, baseball is my. I could. I could go one day. So, uh, the plan is that we're finally gonna make it to Arizona this coming fall. We, we didn't this year because my health issues. But, uh, um, so Dan, you're definitely gonna have to make it down. Colin, Mark, you have to make mm. it down. Do spring training down there. Oh um, uh, yeah. It was always a dream of mine to go to spring training, and when I lived out in California, we went often. Often. Um, so I'm really looking forward to being down there full training. time and going to a whole bunch of games and, and so forth. So, um, well, it'll be an interesting season for the Guardians. I think people are still going to call them the Tribe. Maybe they won't call them the Indians, but they'll call them the Tribe still probably. Right, uh, right. Um, but uh, so, yeah. I still be... call it the Jake. I'm not oh, going to yeah. call them the Guardians anytime soon. How many times just on this and I just call them the Indians? No, right? it's, yeah, it's always <laughs> going to be the Jake. You know, <laughs> Comiskey's always going to be Comiskey. It's not going to be the cell or whatever right oh, age yeah. stadium it's called now. It's but, Comiskey. Yeah, it's Comiskey. Yeah, right. there's, there's stadiums that are just always going to be be that. So, yeah. all right, well, Dan, thanks for joining us. Appreciate Thank you coming you. on, and we'll, I'm sure we'll see you on another episode, and I'll be talking hey, to Dan. you soon. See you, Dan. Thanks, gentlemen. Bye. All right. So that's doing pretty well. We'll see. It was uh, it was interesting. I didn't know what you guys were going to say about uh, all that, but again, not that much we can do about it now. Anyhow, um, it is what it yeah, is. You know, again, I think Colin, yeah. your 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 comment about you know your doesn't change the fact that you know, this is your team, basically, yep. and you know, and name name doesn't change that, and it would it would take away or be a disservice to all those memories and players and teams that you loved and so forth. Um, so it's a new, new, right, new era of Cleveland baseball and uh, new, a new one that's going to see a World Series championship. Hopefully, so, yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah. <clears throat> maybe not this year, but, you know. No, uh, probably not. <laughs> sometime, sometime <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. Sometime yeah. the Indians and the Browns will win. It's so funny Eventually. that, you know, of all the – and I think I'll speak for all of us, you know, of our of the Cleveland teams, the Cavs are the, the, the stepchild, I guess, um, <laughs> for, for them to win – um, first, uh, not that we didn't enjoy it. And I, I, I was an utter blub. I, I was convulsing, um, when it happened, but I, I don't like the NBA. I love basketball. I love college basketball. The NBA sucks. Um, yeah. but you know, it's a Cleveland championship. So it was, it was amazing sure. and loved it. But, uh, um, 
I have to say, that young team they have now. It's fun to watch. It's, they're a they fun team, fun and they have no, no nerves, man. They're winning games they shouldn't win. And how great would it be to win a championship without LeBron? Yeah, that cool. would be awesome. I know it's a little early to be talking about that. But anyway, Weird. we're talking baseball. <laughs> we're talking tribe. All right. Yeah. I, I'm just going to apologize right now uh, if the people out that are listening, and we do have you know, well, quite a few people listening, uh, again, feel free to put something in the chat. Say hello to us, even if you're family members. Um, say hello. Um, and don't start yelling at Mark and I. And I apologize right now if you guys are going to start throwing the hate out in the comments about how we're treating Colin because he's about no. to get abused. No, no. <laughs> he's so. about to get abused. I do not well, think so. I, I would just say one thing is that two of my Mount Rushmore are not in either of your two lineups. Um, mm. I think that's true about mine. I know. I've got a couple. I know it doesn't make much sense, but so when I when I thought about Mount Rushmore, I uh, I thought baseball for sure, but I also thought impact, historical impact, impact yes. within the city, impact on the fans, uh, yep. you know, those people that are the faces of the franchise, because sometimes. Not necessarily with the Indians, um, but there's sometimes there's faces of the fran- of franchises that aren't the the greatest players of all time. They're just the most beloved. Um, yeah, right. And so I kind of put all that together um, to come up with mine. Um, so how I'm gonna do? I think we're gonna do this is we'll do all kind of all four of ours. Uh, I want to save. I, I want to save my last one. So maybe I'll, I'm gonna change my mind. Um, so. Colin, let's start off with your first guy. I'm going to do this a little bit differently than I normally do. So who's the first guy to lock on your list? First one locked on my list. Come on. It's going to be Jim Tomey. Um, I'm going to go start the easiest first, I suppose, because I'm guessing all three of you have Jim Tomey on yours. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Jim Tomey. I mean, he's a great ball player, great, great person on off the field. I mean, there's a statue of him. Outside of the Hall stadium, the, so he's on my rush more. Mark, you have Tommy as well. I do, but it was it was tough. It was really tough. But you know what it came down to to me was he's in the Hall of Fame, and the two others that I was considering are not. So, well, I'm interested to hear who those are after we reveal the other ones. Because yeah, for me, um, I'm going to do this differently. For me, Tommy was a lock. I had two locks. Um, this was this was one of them. Um, so I'm interested interested to hear your comments on this, Mark. I thought for sure he'd be a lock for you. Um, yeah, uh, I, I had three, two locks for sure, and really a third one. I had seven guys. I think I told you both this. I have seven guys that could have filled that last, legitimately filled that last spot. Um, and last week we did the Tigers. I did the Tigers with some friends, and that was fairly easy uh, because the, the, the just the superstars that they had. Um, this one was I, – I have seven guys that could have made that last that last spot. So I also have Tommy. Um, I'll just get this one out of the way. Um, I know Mark and I have, you know, the greatest Indian of all time, uh, Bob Feller. I don't know if Colin does. Um, I do as well, yeah. Okay, all right, so we're going to yeah. – we're gonna let me let me get Bob. Okay, here. that's already kind of surprising to me that two of we agree on two of the four. So 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these were the two that I I thought for sure we would all have. But then after talking to Colin, I thought I I had no idea what to expect. How could you not have Bob Feller on your mouth? Oh, shut up. Hey, just because he's not in my lineup, I never saw the guy play. I think I've seen all one of these guys play. I'm just teasing you, kind of. I didn't see him play either. I just thought, you know, knowing baseball, I thought, you you know. All right. Hey, he's he's on the Mount Rushmore because he's – because he's the greatest Indian of all time. Base, yes. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I'll go with you, Colin. Uh, your next guy on this list. This is where it's going to get, I think, crazy. A little dicey. A little dicey for me. Um, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm legitimately scared right now. I went with Shoeless Joe Jackson. Uh, okay. And and and, and uh, it it wasn't a lock. To to be honest with you, yeah. it it. Uh, it wasn't a lock, but I, I thought he deserved to be on there. I, I think he deserves to be on there. Like, yeah, like I, you said I, earlier in the show, he's, he, he had great seasons with them. And I went back on his stats because I wanted to make sure that I was going to be – that I should put him on this. I wanted to make sure he had good stats, and they were they were solid. Yeah, 408. I mean, it's – yeah. I mean, yeah. again, he had he had is equally as good a career in Cleveland than he did in Chicago, but people remember him from Chicago. He should be a lock on this for everybody. He should be. Yeah. Hands down. But, man. you know, I we agree. all thought about it because, again, we, we just don't think of him as an Indian necessarily as, as no. we do a White Sox. But he should be the lock, another lock on this list for sure. Um, he, I did not put him, but he was one of the seven. Um, and I had a really hard time not putting him on. Yeah, so, I, I agree. I had, a hard, I had a difficult time with that as well. All right. So who, who do you have, Mark? Lou Boudreaux. Okay. I mean, he did something no one's ever going to do again. You know, uh, oh, spell Boudreaux. what? They spell Boudreaux. I don't know. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it look like, um, right. you know, seven time all-star, but he also was the MVP of the league. The year they won the world series. He led the league in hitting the same year. And he was the manager of the team. Yep. That's never going to be done it again. Yep. yep. It's between Joe Jackson and him, my mind as well. It, it, I, I thought about that one for a minute. I couldn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good he's pick. he's one of Good those pick. seven for me. Um, he's, right. he's he's one of those seven for me that I just again they were so close and taking all the things that you just mentioned, Mark, into consideration, and everything else. I just again I could have thrown a dart at these and and it. Um, right. Um, I went with Nat Blagueway. Mm. Um, to me, he was the third person to lock. It really came down for me between Shoeless Joe and him for that third lock. Um, but uh, yeah, again, these are all so close. Um, yeah, I mean, again, Boudreaux, Jackson, Lajoie, those are all you know players right. that we didn't see, but you know, know the history of baseball and b- baseball in Cleveland, and and yeah, you could you can't go wrong with any of those guys. Right. Right. Um, I agree. Time for the last pick of our four greatest Indians of all time. And we are going to let you go first, Colin. All right. Okay. This, this one was a lock hands down for me. I didn't even really, I mean, I did think about it, but lock hands down. This player is a legend. He's a man among men. He's a first, uh, first uh, person of color to be in the American league, Larry Doby. And yeah, yeah, I'm mad. There, there's everyone talks about Jackie, and obviously everyone should talk about Jackie. 
that Larry that people should be talking about Larry Doby as well. Yep. Great yep, athlete, absolutely. Great person. Yep. Is that who you have, yep. Mark? Yep. Seven time all star. He's got the stats to back it up. Three times yep. I think three times finishing the top five of MVP. Um I, I couldn't manager. leave him off. Yeah, I mean oh. you just can't no, can't do it. I originally had uh, my initial list was Doby on this list. And now I'm the one that's going to get, get blasted. I knew um, it. I knew it. Oh, shit. Um, Nick Swisher. Nick Swisher. <laughs> let's go, bro. Um, yeah, let's go, bro. Yeah, so, go. I, 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 you know, hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. Um, okay. All those guys, Larry Doby, Boudreaux, Jackson, Lajway, all those kind of group, all those guys together. And I could have gone with any of them. I had every single one of them on this list at one point, like one of the four. And I changed. I didn't come up with this last one till today. Part of it is heartstrings. Part of it is going back to the image of the Indians and the lasting memories for tribe fans. Um, and, and what he meant to a generation of, 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 of fans Um he will get in the Hall of Fame. He's not in the Hall of Fame, but he will get in the Hall of Fame. Um, and, you know, after, you know, this week, um, we'll talk in the next segment about our favorite uh, Indians of all time. Um, you know, after this week with, with Manny not doing great on that list and the whole PED argument and everything else, uh, Omar, unfortunately, is never getting in. Um he, he, he would have been if it wasn't for those past, you know, t- 24 months. But um, you're going to freak who I have. You guys know you know who it is? No. You want to guess? No. I want you to embarrass yourself. Know. Give me the buzzer. Give me your buzzer. Kenny Lofton. <laughs> Kenny Lofton. I put Kenny Lofton. He will get in the Hall of Fame. There's no doubt he eventually will get in. Um, he might right. be the next Indian he, in. Um, right. He probably will be. He, you know. He does not necessarily have the greatest numbers, but I think all of us who saw him play, he was definitely one of the the most exciting players, and he brought so much excitement to those '90s teams that regenerized the city. And even you know, our, our 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 niece Sarah, you know, all the, all these fans that love the Indians, they think of Kenny. I remember when Kenny came back to Cleveland, and Sarah and a bunch of friends, I think, went to the game that night. And maybe Paul and Amy went. Um, he just meant so much, and he symbolized the resurgence of baseball in Cleveland so much. And you could have named all a lot of guys on that team, but because his energy um, and the way he played, uh, Kenny sticks out to me as, as that guy. Um, you know, Albert Bell didn't have the personality. Uh, neither did Sandy. Um, you know, we'll talk about Omar, uh, Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey's already on this list. So, right. um you know, I, I actually, I think, did I have anybody else? Oh, I, you know, I, Manny too. I, Manny was another one I considered on this list. Um, let me see if I had anybody else here. Um, anybody else have anybody other else that they considered? Well, I, I well, seriously, seriously tried to put Albert Bell in there yeah. because of the fact that four Silver Slugger awards, the uh, three or four top three MVP finishes. Yeah. Um, I really tried, but you know, to me, it just came down to the fact that he's not going to get it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and Tommy is already there. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I don't have any problem with Kenny Lofton either. I mean, I went to the first game he played in Cleveland, that first home opener. Yeah. And I have never seen anyone that fast on the base pass ever. Mm. 
That's why Lightning. center field, I'm saying center field, he's not even in my all-time lineup, but center field's just stacked. Um, yeah. And I, but I think about significance to the city in, in a generation of fans. Um, I had to put Kenny on there. I, you know, I, Shoeless Joe was obviously, Chris Speaker was on there for me. Uh, right. You know, and we talk about the greatest pitchers in, in you know, if I, if I was going to include pitchers, Feller, but, you know, Kluber came into my mind too. He would have been the last person right. on that Kluber. list. But, but yep. you know, other than blowing Kluber some of for us. Yeah, Sam McDowell also. Oh, I didn't put him on my list, but he certainly could have been on the list. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't put him on my list, but I did look at his stats to see if I could get him in there. But Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is pretty anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't have I, too I, many I, disagreements. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Now those are Mount Rushmore. Th- those are your greatest Indians of all time. Again, you could you could probably put another four players in that yeah. mix. Um, and I am interested as I continue to do shows, especially baseball shows, because there's going to be basketball and football and hockey and all the other ones too. But uh, because baseball is my first love and I have you know connection to these teams, we started here. Um, but I'm interested to look back, um, and I think I mentioned earlier, looking back at other teams. Mount Rushmore is and how hard it was to come up with them. Like last week, um, I think in general, the Tigers have more stars. I don't know how many Hall of Famers they have compared to the Indians, but it seems like they had more, have more. And that was, that list was easier. Big stars. Um, Big stars. It was easier. Um, Where, and again, this being my team, my hometown team, it was probably harder because of that too. Um, Nobody else probably would have Kenny Lofton on the list if you didn't know the significance of what it meant to the fans and so forth. But I am interested in comparing how hard it is to come up with those other uh, Mount Rushmores. And then I think we do do a show of comparing the Mount Rushmores. Maybe even have like a a bracket, like a tournament of Mount Rushmores. I like that. We're going to do it. Battle of Mount Rushmores. All right. We are going to move on to the next segment called Smoke Signals. Uh Uh-oh. Smoke signals. All right. I like this screen. Yeah, you're a little bigger, yeah. aren't you? Um, yeah. yeah. I still got music playing? No, I don't. I kind of feel like jamming. Um, all right, so this segment is just kind of uh, kind of a rapid-fire segment, talking about some of the things we haven't talked about um, and some maybe some quick memories and things like that. So my first question to you both, we'll go to Colin first. Favorite right. manager. You know, this one, this one's kind of hard for me to be honest with you. I really like Tito, but he didn't make the list. Um, I went with Eric Wedge, and this goes kind of like a tribute to my dad here. We, I went to a, an Eric Wedge baseball camp in high school, and Eric Wedge was sitting off in the distance. You know, I don't know, writing a book or something. My dad and I walked <laughs> up to him and struck up conversation, and dude just stopped what he was doing had a conversation with these two like starstruck guys and what about his business? So that is, I mean, honestly, it's all only other manager I've ever met. So that's why he uh, makes my, my faves. I did say favorite. I didn't say best. I said favorite. Yeah. All right, Mark, what about you? Uh, it's gotta be Tito for me. I mean, I think that guy can take a bunch of minor leaguers and still put together a decent team. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, I didn't even thought about this question until just now. Um, uh, yeah, I, I have to go with Tito. Um, again, great guy. First of all, I have a question for you. Does Tito remind you of Paul a little bit? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I've had yes. people say that. Thank you. Yes, he looks like he looks like Paul. <laughs> that's our that's our older brother, by the way, and Colin's yeah. uncle. Um, th- thank yes. you. I've been yeah. All right. Um, that wasn't a good thing, Paul. So. Um, uh, <laughs> oh. 
Just joking. Just joking. Um, There's worse people to be compared to. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, there's, you know, I'm trying to think of the other managers. I mean, it goes back to me for when Frank Rab- Robinson was managing and, um, God, before Hargrove, Mark, name, name some of those managers when we were kids. Oh, Doc Edwards. Doc Edwards. <laughs> oh. um, can't ask for Monty. No, that might have been before your time. Yeah. Um. Wow. Was Who's the guy Skinner? we got? Was later Joel Skinner was a manager for. Yeah. Uh, um, Wedge, obviously, but before Hargrove, you know, I, <laughs> I can't remember yeah. any managers. Who was the? Who was the manager in between Wedge and Frank Kona? Was it Manny Acna was the guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Manny yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good baseball guy. Yeah. I think he got screwed. Yeah. Be honest he did me. get screwed. But, he you did know, When you're going to get Terry yeah. Francona, what are you going to do? No. I mean, he had like Shelly Duncan in left field. The dude couldn't even catch a fly <laughs> ball. I don't even know why he was even playing. Uh, my oh. brother and I, I think my brother loved Shelly Duncan. He was had a little fanboy crush on him, and we would go back and forth. Shelly Duncan, no. Shelly Duncan's trash. No, this, this. Oh. Shelly Duncan had the funniest Jumbotron picture ever when he come <laughs> up to bat. Oh, my God. I don't – I can't believe no one, you know, changed it. It was bad. He probably liked it. Hopefully maybe look like, it up. Keep it. Uh, all right. <laughs> favorite, favorite tribe uniforms. For me, Ooh. it would be that 95 period, the gray away that had Cleveland mm. on the front. I, I love that uniform. Mm. Okay. Mine, it was kind of tricky. The the red ones, the set was it 70, I think it was 71 to like 75, right? Where the, the red and the nasty White. red ones. Yeah, I liked them. Those were, yeah. I thought those were nice. Oh. Um, I also like the 99s though. I went 99 home jerseys and it was because of the hat. The Wahoo just looked looked good on it. Was that the one with the Wahoo that had the like the the silver around it? Yes, yes. See, I was, didn't yes. like that one. Yeah. I didn't I like, like the that. silver it, on it. It popped it. It went really good with the home jerseys and I Yeah, yeah cuz they had the Chris, silver on the pins the piping of the thing too. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean there were several variations like- of that uniform. Um, I also like the the vests from the sixties. Yeah, yes. I do too. Yeah, I do also too. The 90s, I'd like to have one of those vests. Yeah, the 90s I was, yeah. was nice. Yeah, I, I like the vest. I mean, going through the red stuff, seeing the Reds vests too. I was like, yeah, those are those are right. cool baseball uniforms. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're sure as shit better than wearing shorts. Yeah, <laughs> the White Sox wore shorts. Right. Sorry, I'm 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 trying to recruit two of my friends to to do a White Sox episode with me. So if Sean Hewlett and Bobby McNamara are listening, I'm coming to you next, and we got to talk about the, the best and worst White Sox uniforms. But, you know, that's, that was Bill Beck. Bill Beck was with Cleveland, too. He was uh, uh, right. Cleveland oh, for yeah. a long time, too. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, my, yeah my, to I, me, I, I, go ahead, Mark. To me, when you show up to a baseball game wearing shorts, you're not going to be going all out. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, wasn't Bill Vec responsible for the 10 cent beer night? Wasn't that him? I don't know. That might have been after him, but I'm not sure. All right. All right. Um, my favorite, I think, are those 70s uniforms with the red jerseys and the white pants, not the red. The red white, blood right. Mm-hmm. White pants. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I love I those like red. I blue ones from that era, too, though. Yeah, I do, too. I do, yeah. I do too. Yeah. The, those who came right, like, yeah, those, they wore those, like, right after there, and they kind of mixed them. I love the font of the Indians on the, on that. One. Yeah, right. I like both of those. I the agree. blue tops, white pants. Um, yep. 
they had the crazy C, uh, yeah. with the, with those hats. That, um, I agree. They should have brought that. They should have brought that C into the newer C. Yeah. Some, somehow, you yeah. know. Agreed. But I mean, just to, to keep the Cleveland tradition, they could have. They could have just used that font. They, they, still, like, they still can. Yeah, they can. But but then we went to this one. I mean, th- what was this? This was awful. Mm. I mean, when yeah. they went yeah. away from Chief Wahoo, they decommissioned Chief Wahoo. This is awful. Yeah, I had to wear there. my hat, my hat tonight, and I was just like, Ugh. and then I was gonna wear Wahoo, and then I didn't wear Wahoo, and then so it's like, oh. they need. I need a good Indians hat, unfortunately. I had the there crazy sea hat here the whole time. Oh, I bet. Oh, hold on. I got my crazy sea hat, but I left it in my room. I, I can't believe I had the crazy. Uh, the, the reason I, this is actually, like, I'll, I'll switch to this question. Um, the reason I switched because I like solid hats versus two-tone hats. Um, oh, so one of the questions I have on in this segment is, what's your favorite uh, Indians merchandise or merch that you've ever had? It could be a coffee mug, a, a button, a pennant, a jersey, a hat. Bumper sticker, whatever. Something that you loved or love, still have, or some of those things that are memorable to you. Uh, I like my party at Napoli's shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, party at Naps. <laughs> That's a good one. You want to show everybody? I've got can a postseason your... one, too. Can you lift yours up? Can you see? Can we see your shirt at all? Mine? Yeah. Always. Oh, we should have brought this up in oh, that yeah. segment. Forever. Vintage. Forever Indians. Yeah. All right, 1915 forever. They're always going to be the Indians to us. Uh, uh, so yeah, so what is, what's some of your favorite merch that you've had, Colin? Uh, I have had a lot. I had a kid's blanket growing up that was tattered by the time it was thrown <laughs> away. It had the Wahoos on it. It had all the variations of the, the, the Indians on it. I thought it was pretty great. Um, I got his jacket from a garage sale one year when I went up to – to catch a game and it was an old windbreaker i don't i don't quite know the air of it but it's like a 70s it's that really neoprene stuff yeah and it uh it's got pockets everywhere that's a good good indians find there yeah um and i have I, um the red jersey it's a kind of funny story because my wife is uh a, she loves thrift shopping and i you know if you know me i love shopping mm-hmm. like I, there's <laughs> sports there's musicals and there's shopping for me uh, <laughs> those are other shows um, but, uh, um, I please love, don't ask me to come on those. Yeah. Yes. I am going to ask you <laughs> about those. Um, I think all life should be breaking the song and dance anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I found that she, so she loves thrift shopping and I, you know, I love to shop. I love buying a bargain. I don't buy things full price or anything like that, but she just loves thrift shopping. I think Goodwill stores and, you know, oh, yeah. Salvation Armies and stuff. And she finds all kinds of great stuff. And now it's kind of a side business for her because she resells stuff and she's doing really well on Poshmark. Oh, we have stuff going in and out every every day. Um, but I remember we, I was like, sometimes I just sit in the car, you know, like I, and I love to shop. But I, 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 I'm going to admit I hate going into those stores. I don't know. Um, go in and the jersey that I've had in my cart so many different times over 20 years, the red Cooperstown jersey Oh, yeah. was in there and I got it for five bucks. It was brand new. Oh, nice. brand new and, <laughs> and fit me. Uh, Dang, so she always throws that. it back at me. Uh, but um, yeah, so I love that. I have an Indians jacket with a light uh, windbreaker that has the, the script eye uh, that I love. Um, you know, at one point I had a lot of Indians hats. I think I, I think I remember, I think I had 23 Indians hats at one time. Um, I have a box full of them yeah. in a storage unit. Yeah. Just <laughs> in there. 
Yeah. There, you know, there's some, there's some, some great ones, but, uh, I also have a Francisco Lindor pop. They actually only made like, uh, I can't remember how many they made, but I bought it when I went on sale and I think they sold out shortly after that. So I, I have a little Franco pop as well as one of my faves. Nice. I still have uh, a jar somewhere of, uh, Omar salsa. Uh, <laughs> All right, so yeah. my favorite favorite team. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Before favorite you, before, team? No, what were we going to uh, say before that? I was just going to say I've I've got a painting that Omar made of Danny Baez that they gave out at a game. Wow, it's good. It's pretty cool. Wow. That's cool. That's sweet. All right, favorite team, favorite year, Mark. It's got to be '95. 100 wins, 44 losses. I I got lucky and got my tickets ahead of before the season started. And ended up having all the great games. Um, wow. That was, to me, that was it. Yeah, I'll I'll go next. I, I'll second that. Um, there's a lot of teams I loved, uh, but that one just because the memories of the the significance of it and that team, you know. And as I'm trying to recruit Bobby Mack to the show, uh, he gave me a lot of flack because that's when we were hanging out and you know being in Chicago. I lived in Chicago for 30 years, and uh, you know, and I'm. Cubs fan, but White Sox fans, you know, not so much. Um, and, and, you know, just hearing White Sox fans for so long, it's like 94 was our year. We would have won it all in 94. It's like, no, you wouldn't have. We were one no, game back have. when the strike happened and we were coming up and yeah. you were coming down. We were one yeah, game right. back the next year. If it wasn't the, for the strike, we would have won the world series in 95. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that team in 95, we were 144. Right. We were 144 because we had a short short season. Not only that, every single person in the starting lineup hit over 300, including Omar and Alomar. The whole starting lineup, every single one of them hit over 300. No, uh, Alomar. Moments. Alomar. Oh, okay. You're talking Sandy. Yeah, I was going to say Roberto. Yeah, Sandy Alomar. He hit 300. Omar hit like 305 or something. Um. The entire starting lineup hit over 300, 144, uh, the magical year, the magical moments, the the comebacks. Um, yeah. Yeah. Had has to be 95 for me. That was, that was fun. That, it, that was a lot of fun. Heartbreaking in the end. Heartbreaking. But, right. And I have to say 97 was probably more heartbreaking for me because uh, we were so close. I just, I just right. I see that clip. And I just want to lift Nagy's. Glove another inch. Like, oh, yeah, I know. I heartbreaking. Know. Heartbreaking. Anyway. I still can't watch that stuff. I you know, I was watching at BW3 that that game again in Chicago, and I had two Marlin fans. And who's Marlin fans? There's no Marlin fans. It's been a team yeah. for five years. And they had two jackass Marlin fans at the end of the bar. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. It was it was no. Oh, so Don't anyway. throw that before Don, Dontrell Willis? Was that before Dontrell Willis? It was before Dontrell, yeah. Before. Yeah, it was Craig He's Council and um, yeah. Renteria shortstop and you know, yeah, those that's they had some they have some you think about them, oh, they had some good players. They have a lot of talent go through there, but they only yeah. stayed for so long. But didn't they have Cabrera? Oh yeah, they came up with them. Yeah. 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 They, they came up with them for sure. Um so Colin, what about you? My favorite. My favorite team, man, it was it was kind of tricky. Um, it was kind of tricky. I'm going to go with the two the the two uh, can't talk two 2007 era era of the Indians, the Red Hot Indians, um, with Victor and Pronk. Yeah. And 
to be honest with you, I just remember because I didn't live. I lived in Indiana at the time, so I, yeah. I never really saw any of the games. But we listened to. We could pick up, up on the way to coming home from school. My dad would be able to turn on some AM radio station yeah. and pick up some Indians games. We were able to listen to them on the way home, and they're calling them the Red Hot Indians and the this, this, and this. And I just those memories are, yeah, ninety the 07 team definitely yeah. that area right. that era that was a fun team yeah, and they was. got screwed that was the only i think that's still the only year that they had a gap a day in between game four and game five is that the which year, allowed them to come back with their ace is that the year yeah. that we were up three to one against boston yes yeah yeah yep. so remember mark i drove to cleveland and we were at right. the game at the we watched the game and at the jake the game in was the in stadium. boston but we yep. watched it on the jumbotron at the jake uh, yep that, cool. that would have been – I think about what that night could have been. <laughs> yeah. It was – Yeah. Yeah. And then didn't then Boston just go wipe up the Rockies, like, right after that? Right. Oh, yeah. They the swept them. Yeah. Swept them. Yeah. It wasn't even a game or a series. Yeah. Well, the Rockies had been waiting for, like, a, over a week to play, right. and they lost Almost all their two. momentum. Right. <laughs> Almost right. two weeks to wait. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about real quick, and we'll get to the last thing. I know we're going a little bit long, but I figured we would tonight. Uh, oh, Hey. I, I I blew up Mark. I don't know how I did here. There. Um, oh, yeah. Just real quickly, some of our favorite players. I mean, some of some of the ones we didn't even mention. Uh, but you're just your your favorite all time player, and maybe a couple other players you want to mention real quick. Wow, you know, uh, my favorite all time. Oh, man, that's that's tough. <laughs> but watching Manny develop was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, even though you know Manny being Manny. Manny yeah. Um, yeah. But oh my popcorn, gosh, watching yeah. Omar, Omar and Rocky playing together. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Buddy yeah. Bell when he came up. Uh yeah. wow, there, there's a lot of them. games. I remember being in the state the stadium, the old stadium. We were sitting, it was we were in Paul and we were box seats, and Paul was encouraging me to give Buddy Bell shit for some reason. Um <laughs> he'll remember this story. Um he was just kind of egging me on. I was probably seven, I don't know. He kept on egging me on like you know, say bad things about Buddy Bell or something. I think, didn't Buddy Bell leave and come back or something? I don't remember, but but then he Buddy Bell came over. Coach. He might have come back to play for a year or two. Yeah, I think so, but he um he came, he came then he came up and gave, like, a, a ball and a jersey to the kid next to me. And Paul's like, oh, yeah. Well, I should have done that. Um, no, Buddy Bell. Um, uh, Colin, what are some of your favorite players? Uh, my favorite player is Jim Tomey, hands down. Um Grady Sizemore's in the mix. I mean, I, I watched a lot of film of him when I was playing baseball, and I modeled my outfield style after him. So Grady Sizemore, Kenny Lofton, Manny Ramirez, Omar Vizquel. I can just have a list of my favorite yeah. Indians, but yeah. Jim Tomey's my fave. Yeah. Um, you know, nice. Travis Hapner is a name that gets forgotten a lot, but oh, yeah. until that injury, that guy was a beast. Beast. His man. numbers are, were crazy. You remember the year that they had the snow outs in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they played in Milwaukee. So I went to those yeah. games in Milwaukee. It was $10 for the ticket. I sat in the, like, the fifth row. And the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee food at Milwaukee Stadium is awesome. Miller Park. I, I don't, I don't like the that. stadium, but the food is fantastic. But Hafner <laughs> hit a ball. It was the hardest, far, farthest ball I've ever seen hit in my life. It was just like, holy mm. crap. He Dude, was always such a role. Hafter didn't come up for me at all during this. Mm. Um, there's a couple players that – going through this that you know we didn't mention some really good indians cc you know oh, CC, right, yeah. you know was a mainstay in those cliff teams. lee what cliff, right. lee. cliff, cliff lee. lee yeah yeah um you had mentioned kipnis 
Um, yeah. He did. Uh, he didn't even come onto my yeah. list. To be no, honest I, with I, you. I liked him. We didn't mention Bob Lemon, another legend no. uh, right. for yeah. the Indians. Right. Um, early win. Um, right. You know, another two guys that I guess are underrated as far as I'm concerned, who had great and meant so much to the franchise. Charles Nagy. He was a, mm. he, he was a solid, solid pitcher for us. He oh, yeah. now goes by the name of Kyle Hendricks uh, in Chicago, but uh, pretty <laughs> much the same same guy, same pitcher. Um, but yeah, he he was for he was a mainstay. I mean, he started how many mm. opening days for us? Well, uh, at one point in time, he was twenty two and four. Yeah, uh, during a stretch mm. during that that ninety, I think ninety six, ninety seven yeah. run. Yeah, he was a great he was a great pitcher for us. Um, wow. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Doug Jones came up for relief pitchers. I just had to saw that. Um, one of my all-time favorite Indians uh, that didn't come up and who is, I think, one of the most underrated players in all of baseball. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He just gets overlooked. But in the in the 90s, his RBIs and hits, Joe Carter is one of my favorite all-time mm, players. Yeah. Uh, he gets Absolutely. no love. He gets, he gets no yeah. love. Um, you know, yeah, I don't really understand that. I, look at yeah. his numbers. Look what he did. He, I know. He led the he led the major league in RBIs in the nineties. Um, <laughs> he was just a great all round player. Uh, great he guy. Even he doesn't get the love. So nah, yeah, yeah he, uh, he led his team to back to back World Series. Yeah. Or do you remember when he hit the one when we were dry, we were we were just pulling into Nan and Papa's? Uh, we were coming from I don't know where we maybe we we're coming from Cleveland. We were. We we're listening to it in the radio, and we just pulled into Nana Papa's when Joe hit that home run. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he was he was great. So Joe, Joe Carter is definitely one of my favorite. Tommy, my favorite Indian has always been Omar Vizquel. Um, it's kind of tainted now, um, and I'm really kind of heartbroken about it. Um, well, you know, one of them is justified. The other one was a money grab. So let's let's get so, to the bottom. But the one, but the one is justified is worse. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know the details yeah, of that. Yeah, whoever just did that, don't do it again. Oh, sorry. I don't know what that was. Um, yeah, it was Colin. He's looking, trying to figure it out. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, again, I just loved watching him play. You know, I, again, him play. I just loved watching him play. Never... Yeah, I'm getting t- major echo on somebody. Yeah. I haven't done anything different. Colin looks like he's trying to do something, so I don't know. But There anyway. you go. Oh, there we go. All right. So Colin just ruined the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> joking, joking. Yeah, uh, Kenny Manny. Yeah, they're just. Yeah, I, I wanted to make sure I mentioned Joe Carter because he was he, yeah. he was one of my favorites. I loved him as a Cub. Um, so uh, and I, you know, I, you know, he came over in that trade. I loved Mel Hall. We got Mel Hall. Yeah. In the, I loved him as a Cub. I loved him for the Indians. Um, who was the guy who missed game because he got bit by a spider? Glenn Allen Hill, maybe or what? what? I can't think of his name. I think that's it, though. Glenn Allen Hill, yeah. Glenn Allen Hill hit a ball at Wrigley Field farther than – well, I think it is the farthest ball ever hit at Wrigley Field. I was at that game. <laughs> oh, that was at – I was up like, a, you know, probably 200 once with Sammy Sosa. He hit a ball that was just like – it was unbelievable. Wow. Um, <laughs> all right, so, yeah, just uh, – yeah, we'll move on to the, the, the greatest Indian of all time. This segment won't take long – because we already talked Colin off the ledge, I think, on this one. Um, <laughs> so um, so we'll do this. I will go down here, and uh, I, I'm assuming Mark and I have the same player. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it, yep. it, you yep. know, it has to be Bob Feller. Colin's going to come up with some crazy thing. But, you know, 
it is what it is at this point. It's one thing putting people in a mixture of top four. That's one thing. We, you know, that section went really well. But you can't make right. an argument for anybody else here. I'm sorry. You're going to be wrong, but I'd love to know who you picked. You're muted. We can't hear you. It says the guests muted themselves. Nope. You're still muted. Oh, now he just disconnected. Wow. Well, we lost him. He'll come back. Um, yeah, I've been giving him flack the whole week because he said it wasn't <laughs> going to be Bob Feller. I was like, you know, I know we didn't, none of us really saw him play. So, but we know baseball, we know the history. Um, right. There you and, go. There so, you go. Yeah, you're back. So, yeah, I just, just hung it up and called yeah, it back. Good call. Uh, good I don't call. know what, I don't, what I did. Uh, I went, I put Larry Doby for my, uh, my greatest of all time. And that's because he broke the color barrier for the, for the American league. And, you know, you can make an argument that, you know, um, uh, Bob Feller did, you know, he, he did stop playing, go to war, come back. But without Larry Doby, we, you know, we may not have what we have today. So that is why he's the greatest of all time. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have a big issue with that. I mean, and, I do. And think- he also player manage as well. So, yeah, we, we, we have not been as argumentative as I would have thought. Yeah, you're right. I mean, again, I understand the significance of Larry Doby. He was a great player and, you know, I had him on my list many different times, but not at this spot. Um, I just, again, I, I, I think of, you know, everything I, I know about baseball and have read about baseball and read other people's opinions on things, uh, and how great, a feller was um and i haven't run across anybody anybody that says the greatest indian isn't bob feller he's the he's the best player to any position that we have um yeah. uh so i mean they do have bob feller day at, at uh yeah. and you know and also the significance of bob feller he was around the organization forever he was a broadcaster for, right. for yeah. forever um now i don't i didn't think he was any good um but you know i think i have a lineup card signed by him yeah. In a box nice. somewhere. Now that I'm thinking about it, because I remember him being at a table one time. Oh, he, he was stuff. always around. Yeah, he was always yeah. around. Yeah. Did you have any interactions with him, Mark, at all? Uh no, I did not. I did with Larry Doby, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I met him. Uh, I I don't really remember. I, it might have been when with Jack Neary. You know, when we were down at the stadium, and mm-hmm. and he was there for an event or something. So, uh, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Meeting him and you know, I met I met Jesse Owens as well. So well, I, actually, I was going to bring that up. Um, it's one of those I tell that story often because um, I was with you at the golf course, but I don't re I I just wasn't old enough to know the significance of it at that point. I think back of yeah. it now because Mark was picking up range balls at a golf course, uh, at and, I, and and I had an Ohio State shirt on, yeah. and so he saw that he said, "Hey, kid, come here." I know exactly the shirt you're talking about too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we met Jesse Owens, but again, I, it, it just was over wow. my head at the time, but it's Jesse Owens. Now it's just wow, like, yeah. I can't imagine because you were like 16 or something, 17. Right. Um, right. I can't imagine me being 16 and knowing what I know or knew and about Jesse Owens and doing, I would have freaked out. I just would have completely oh, yeah. freaked out. Well, and, and I wish I had known that, you know, dad had met him, you know, oh, and, know and probably, yeah. Well, Harrison uh-huh. Dillard was his yeah. track coach and, yeah. And I know that he met him through, through him. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. 
Um, the other thrill of mine when, when I was older, the, in Chicago, there used to be a par three golf course right downtown, right off of Lakeshore Drive, in between Lakeshore Drive and Michigan Avenue. And hardly anybody people wow. ever knew it was even there or if it, that it even existed. But it had a little par three golf course and a little cafe down there. And I used to go work down there uh, during weekdays and then hit some balls and so forth. Uh, my mm-hmm. ex-wife lived or worked right next or right across the street, basically. So I'd go there and kind of work and, and wait for her. And I was the only one in the restaurant at lunch, um, except for one older gentleman in the back. And I didn't know because he's behind me until I went to the bathroom. And I ended up sitting with him for probably an hour it was Ernie Banks. So I saw wow. Ernie Banks for an hour, just him and I wow. uh, talking. I was, just like, cool. I was like, what? I was like, wow. so I think about Jesse Owens, like what it would have been like Jesse Owens if I could have done done that. But uh, yeah, right. with Ernie Banks was like, holy crap. That's that was, amazing. So, so I think that's it. I think, yeah, we didn't have as many arguments as I thought we nah. would. Um, nah. I don't have to embarrass colin on social media no i had to embarrass you i oh. think my lineup would kick your lineups but <laughs> i don't think so uh if there's only we'll to have, well put it into well you're, you're right you're right yours would because yours are all alive and his are all dead so <laughs> exactly there you go <laughs> fair enough fair enough all right guys uh it was fun right. yeah I, I was hoping yep. we'd do a little bit shorter than this but um i guess not so uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, actually, do I have another oh, yeah. scene here? I do have a scene. Let me go here. Uh, so, Mark, I think this next screen is not you. Uh, we'll find out. Let's see. No, it's not. So I'll go back. Uh, so we're going to say good Mark, bye to Mark real quick. Uh, and then Colin and I are going to say goodbye. But uh, thanks for going on, coming on, Mark. It was fun. Right. Yep. Good time, we'll, you, Mark. We'll, Thank we'll, you. We'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you, both. After and we'll, we'll yes, sir. rehash what happened. It's fun. All right, yep. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye, all. All right, Colin. Just you and I now. All right. Um, right. yeah, that was fun. That was that, fun. That was yeah, fun. Um, I can't believe I had the crazy can't. sea hat the whole time sitting there. I didn't, I didn't put it on. Yeah. Um, I was, I was going to wear mine. I was going to wear it, but I just, I generally don't wear hats when I'm on and I don't, I don't wear them that often yeah. anymore. Anyhow. Um, yeah, neither do I. My hair was messy today, so I thought I'd wear it. Um, <laughs> so no, this was fun. I did not as many arguments as I, as I thought there would be, nah. um, from here, I will kind of take the, some of the segments out and repost them, uh, just the lineup, just the Mount Rushmore, just the greatest union and probably some, some other clips and, and repost cool. them, but, uh, it was fun. Heck and, yeah. Um, next we'll week we again. have our nomination show, our sports nomination show. I know you and I talked about the Sandlot being one of your favorites with your, yeah. your kids showing it. Uh, any, any, yeah. uh, any other movies that popped to mind or that you want to share about the Sandlot or anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we watched, uh, I don't know that you may be a little too older for this one, but, uh, there was a movie that came out when I was, I don't know, maybe 10 or 11 called like Mike and, uh, had a little bow wow in it, a couple other characters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I watched that the other day with my, with Jackson and Cooper, my two younger boys. And, uh, do they, they loved it. They were just like, I don't know that one. And yeah, it's a little, a little new, a little older, newer, but, but, uh, it yeah, it was, it was good. Baseball? What is it? Basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like kid, Mike. Yeah. This, this, you know, a uh, little bow. I was like an orphan and he yeah. finds these shoes and it, he can do basketball moves, but it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I think maybe I have, my, I do remember that. Yeah, Mighty Ducks. We're getting ready to watch probably Mighty Ducks either tomorrow or the next, the day after. Yeah, I like Mighty Ducks three better than the other ones. I think I like three is the the one I like the most. I think we're gonna watch all of them. We're gonna try. I think there are Disney Plus like seven. Is there really? 
I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't no. That episode is going to be fun. Um, when we when I first came up with the idea of doing a sports movie show, I, I, I definitely when I created the show, I wanted to do a sports movie show, um, and then it kind of morphed into something bigger in the last week or so, uh, just having conversations with people and, and, and so forth. Um, and that was amazing. so now, yeah, we want to do a full blown award show uh, on April tenth. Uh, we have best picture, best picture comedy, best picture drama, uh, best picture in the baseball subcategory, basketball, hockey, uh, soccer. All the uh, Hoosiers sports, Hoosiers. Hoosiers um, for base, basketball, um, baby. Hoosiers for me would be a, a top. It might be nominated for best picture as well. Um, really? Yeah, Major League. Yeah, Hoosiers is a great, a fantastic, great movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Major League, The Sandlot. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go through a nomination process. I put together a nomination committee and put together a Google Doc and shared it with a whole bunch of people, um, including Colin here. Um, yep. And they're going to kind of go through the list. We have 1,500 movies on this list. Uh, to kind of go through and, and, and watch or watch clips or kind of just remember uh, the movies and go through a nomination process, and we'll have our awards nomination show. The Ultimate Sports Movie Award nomination show is next Sunday live uh, at 8 o'clock on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch and Facebook. And then uh, after that, we'll be sending out surveys and doing social media posts and all kinds of things to get the public's opinion on these uh, movies, and they will actually be the ones deciding the winners. Um, if you're interested in presenting on that show, uh, if you're in, being, interested in being a presenter on the award show or a guest on Sports Bias with Cleveland J, shoot me an email. Um, if you're passionate about a certain team or a subject in sports or a city, um, we're going to be doing city episodes as well. Uh, the Mount Rushmore episode that's new that I'm creating right now. Um, mm. So if you're interested in being a host on us, we're, we're definitely looking for to bring more people on. The initial idea was to bring people that I knew on that I wanted to reconnect with, uh, and then hopefully the show grows. And as, I, as it grows, people say, hey, you know, I'm a huge Pittsburgh Pirates fan. I'd love to jump on a Pittsburgh Pirates episode. So mm-hmm. things like that. So we'll see. Um, so yeah. anyways, I'm rambling now. Still eight people still watching us. Probably Nana, Papa, yeah. Sarah, Paul, whatever. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, this was fun, Kyle. Thanks. Anything else you want to leave, leave us with or uh, no. say before hey. we go? No, no, but uh, it was a great show. Good having me. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to come back and do another one. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. All right, bud. Love you. All right, man. Peace. Love you. Yes. Deuces. <laughs>